Ladies and gentlemen, you're good timing with the good timing buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the show. You got questions. You got answers. I'm talking about some movies today. I got questions. I got answers. Every time's a good time to yay or nay. First, in our yeas or nays, I'm going to pose this to you. Sharknado 1, enough said. Sharknado 2, the second one. Shark happens. Sharknado 3. Shark happens. Oh, hell no. And Sharknado, the fourth awakens. Sharknado movies, uh, yay or nay? Yay. Uh, uh-huh. For the most part, if I got nothing going on. I'm not setting time on Why? Why do you give them a yay? Because there's obviously a lot of reasons not to like them. Yeah, I mean, they're just... Fu- they're I'm play- I, I realize I'm playing devil's advocate right after I came in hot yeah. with how kick-ass. Yeah. Or at least saying... They're just... They're just... So... Un- I, I mean, it's got to be intentionally funny. Oh, it is intentionally It's got to be funny. intentionally as bad as it is, but they do it so well. They do it so cheesy that it is funny. What is it? The Santa Barbara? Is it Santa Barbara? I don't remember. LAPD or Santa Barbara PD is second not, to none. Not PD like their uh, emergency services. Yeah. Police department, fire department, whatever. Whatever Second to none. Second to none. Fire and rescue is second to none. That's and the what it is. And the house on top of the rescue. hill floods before anything else. Yeah. Like the house on the very top of the hill is flooded. Yeah. With yeah. sharks in it. But the- okay. And I want to pose this question to you. Um, obviously the whole movie... Um, I. I got halfway through the movie before I realized it wasn't a documentary. Yeah. And no, it's done so well. The thing, <laughs> the, <laughs> the thing that really bothered me the most about the inaccuracies of the movie was not the sharks flying through the air <laughs> in some sort of sharknado. That was you not I mean? it. That man. is not what, what shocked me. What shocked me was when that shark in the finale. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen it. Go stop fuck yourself. Yeah. 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 Stop uh, this right here. Fast forward to who knows when. We could be on this kick for a while. Yeah. Go watch Sharknado. But anyways, at the very end, when he starts a chainsaw up. First that pull. I First pull. That I don't first believe. First pull just... Don't believe. That's no. never happened. No. Here's the deal. When you got a chainsaw, you choke it. You choke Especially it. Especially that was like a brand new chainsaw. You could chainsaw. maybe half choke it, depending on like how long ago you started it. That was it. like a brand new chainsaw that probably I never... I'm, I'm pretty sure the chainsaw in the movie was like an old rusty one that they just like oh, found. Just cranking on it. Didn't. I don't think he choked it. He might have. I haven't seen that in a while, but. No, he definitely doesn't. Uh, he just picks it up fucking and then saws this yeah, shark no. in half. You go choke. You pull it until you get like a little rumble. And it's, then it's going to die. Take the You take the choke off. One rip. Bring then that me. bad boy will start up. But I guarantee Five not. Five process. For some. Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, first you gotta properly refill, um, or you gotta you gotta make new oil gas mix. Yeah. Uh, when you're using a two-stroke motor in those bad boys. Yeah, that's not hard to do. So, yeah, I know, but that's gonna take a while. You actually have to go to two different places uh, to get the little oil containers, uh, and so 
Sharknado can go fuck itself <laughs> yeah. with that inaccuracy and none other. <laughs> yeah. I believe that Fire and Rescue is second, second to none. none. Who could be better than them? Along in the, that city with the beautiful traffic that it has. Well, and the fact that they started getting like more celebrities on there, just making... They just they reveled in the empire. ridiculousness. Yeah, they built an empire based off their ridiculousness. Which is basically what the Good Time and Buds are trying to that do. That is the American dream. Just become more ridiculous so that people want to join in the ridiculousness and then you've built an empire. Because in the end, isn't it all ridiculousness? Yeah. It's all dark matter. It's all dark matter. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> that it is, my friend. Uh, along those lines, uh, what do you think about just sci-fi B-movies in general, like the ones on the sci-fi S-Y-F-Y channel? Oh, Zombievers. Zombievers is a uh, classic. Cro- it's got Bill Burr in it. Crocosaurus versus... Two-headed sharks. Yeah. Oh no, no, they didn't. Those those movies are pretty entertaining. Yeah. Most of them are absolutely horrible. Oh, they're trash. They are trash. Somehow movies. Sharknado. Somehow Sharknado made it. Sharknado got like a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. You know how I feel about Rotten Tomatoes. But dude, Shark- I, I've been calling Rotten Tomatoes since a long time ago, and it's finally being recognized everywhere. Anytime you look up any movie no. now. They tell you what the Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, tomatoes score is. I've known about Rotten Tomatoes forever, and Rotten Tomatoes can go fuck themselves. I think they get movies. That's what I think. They can go fuck themselves. I think you're wrong. Well, I mean, granted, they sometimes they do get it wrong. Yeah. The The Secret Life of Walter Mitty was one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Seriously, ladies and gentlemen, go see the one with Ben Stiller. Yeah. But they gave that a fifty three percent. And they give Sharknado a ninety. Yeah, but again, no, they're wrong. judging it. No, 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 listen, listen. That's why Rotten Tomatoes is good is because they're basing it. They base... You look at a movie like Sharknado, you're not going to compare it to The King's Speech. You're not going to compare it to Titanic. You're going to compare it to the other movies in that specific genre and give it a rating based on that. And in that genre of just dumb fun, it gets a 90%. It's a 90% dumb fun movie. Yeah. But that's still that's why a I, trash Great, that's a trash website. You can't go fuck yourself. I dude. hate Rotten Tomatoes. No. Yeah. They're pretty solid. I disagree. Elf's got like a 72%. Um, Elf? Yeah. <sighs> Controversial statement. I think it's I think not it's right about huge, there. Not a huge I, fan of it. I know you're not, and I, I disagree with that. Uh, that's a great movie. It's a good movie. It's not one of Will Ferrell's best, though. Not even On close. episode six, our most recent episode, Will yeah. Ferrell was your fifth. Dream. I enjoy Elf. It's just not guest. his best movie. It's like too much of a little kids movie. But it's Will Ferrell doing Will Ferrell in a different role, and that's just well, yeah, his he, his ability he, like, he, to be Will Ferrell, and to, but also be an elf at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No. The Will Ferrell is simultaneously completely a part of the movie and also above the movie, to where you just that's Will Ferrell no matter what you do. Yeah. Uh, that's an impressive mix that you just don't see very yeah. often. No, he's. Right in the sweet spot. He does not do enough sci-fi B-movies where I think he would really thrive. He would shine like the star that he is. Obviously. All right, that's enough about fucking Sharknado. All right. Uh, Yay or nay, MacGruber, does it get the praise that it deserves? No. No. That's a big nay for me. You ask anybody if they've seen MacGruber, almost everybody says no. Yeah. I don't get it. And meanwhile, we've seen it enough times that every time we viewed it we could share it with somebody else and still have seen it a hundred times yeah 
It is if you numerically gave away. I think I think we're all adults here. We all get what I'm saying. <laughs> we're all adults. If you're not, you shouldn't be listening. Go to bed. Yeah. But um, no, it's one of the. It's not. So how do your mother for me? It's not only um, one of the funniest films, which yeah. it clearly is. It has maybe the most one-liners in any movie. But it's well. Every single. It's, line is a one-liner. It's well written. Like yeah. the storyline makes sense. It's great cinematography. It like they really keep it. Like it looks like an action movie. Yeah, but it's you like laugh your you laugh your dick off. It's now. almost like a, a more amped up Austin Powers type movie where they're actually making fun of action movies. Like he was making fun of James Bond movies. Yeah, but it's like a better cinema. It's, it's, it's better, better cinematography yeah. for sure. Better like directing. Yeah, it's actually and, uh, a good, legitimately good movie because it's shot exactly like an action movie. Yeah. Plus, um, hell, I haven't seen Austin Powers in a long time, so well, I, yeah, I can't really comment on the it's, differences. It's but more, it's it's more cheesy. Like, MacGruber plays to being serious way more, yeah. and that makes things more funny. Yeah, that. because it's... if you pretend to be serious when you're not at all, like it's like when you're in school and like uh, you're with all your buddies. And the teacher's yelling at you. Oh. And all of you are just like biting your tongue and just like doing everything you can to not fucking bust a gut. Yeah, because you're not, it's not supposed and to be And you're funny. getting reprimanded hard. You know that if you open your mouth, they're going to kill you and you can't stop laughing. Yeah. That's funnier than just being silly to be silly, in my opinion. It yeah. makes me like actually laugh out loud. Yeah. And that's what I like about McGruber. It, and they took, they yeah. took an SNL skit that... It typically is no longer than 30 seconds. Yeah. It's a quick, just like... Not to mention it's a one-joke premise. Yeah. They did it for Granted. every single MacGruber. I mean, yeah, they changed the jokes within it. Yeah. But it was still a one-joke premise. One, yeah. And uh, you always knew it was going to happen, but it was always funny. Yeah. I remember watching those a ton before the, I even knew the movie was going to be a thing. Yeah. Here the movie was going to be a thing, it's like, fuck. That's yeah. going to be the greatest. No. That's going to be the greatest movie. We saw that and the other guys like right at the same time. Those two movies came out right at the same we time. We died. MacGruber, I almost MacGruber, died. I oh my side hurt so bad I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Through like from the very beginning scene when he's playing the saxophone in his underwear <laughs> to the end, it, you're just laughing. Yeah. It's a non-stop laugh track. Yeah, I fucking love uh, MacGruber. All aboard. Well, plus I got Kristen Wiig. Let's talk about Kristen Wiig for a second. A tour de force. She's yeah. the best. She, is yeah. she not one of the funniest women ever? If, yeah. Funniest humans, maybe? No. But <laughs> <laughs> but she is one of the funniest women ever. She is hilarious. She is hilarious. I, on SNL, she is hilarious. In all of her movies and everything that she does, she's hilarious. She's brilliant. Yeah. She's a brilliant human being. Because she does like serious roles, too, and of course she nails them. Yeah. No, she... Like, Bridesmaids is a decent flick. Like... Her, I think... That's great acting in it. It's funny as shit. Her and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are all just on a different level than everyone else. Yeah. And Tina Fey is not really as funny as as those two, but she's as good as those two. At just, like, making you laugh and acting and playing yeah. the role. She's yeah. just good. Her, yeah. Because her, when you do sketch bits like they all do... And you have to play a bunch of different roles. You can adapt to any role. Well, and you hone your ability to like single in on what makes a character a character. Yeah. So you get better at reading that in every new character. Yeah. Which then influences how you portray the next character. Yeah. It's impressive. And those three are all really good at that. Yeah. Like Kristen Wiig just playing the dumb fucking idiot chick in MacGruber is so funny. Yeah. It is so funny. 
Vicky, uh, Vicky St. Elmo. Vicky St. Elmo. Vicky St. Elmo. Yeah. God, that movie's good. That's a classic. And then they got whoever that guy is that plays uh, his second in command. Oh, uh. Like, they got like a young. Dixon Piper. Lieutenant yeah, Dixon Lieutenant, Piper. Yeah. They got that guy. They And they got all the WWE stars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Dude, that movie's got everything. Bet you wish your nose was a dick. So you can <laughs> use it to fuck butts. butts. <laughs> All right, uh, we should probably move it along here. We're yeah. uh, running yeah. out of time on the segment, as we often do. We got a lot to say. We um, need to hear it. And these ones may be a little more, may take a little more time. Movies alone, yay or nay? I'm not a big fan of movies alone. Fuck you. I why feel not? like I feel like I would be. That's good debate tactic. I feel. Fuck, fuck you. you why, why not? You idiot. You're dumb. You are dumb. <laughs> You don't see things my way, you are dumb. Fuck you. No, I just, I don't know. I, I would feel weird going to a movie and sitting by myself. I feel like if when I feel like once you are like older, mm-hmm. that's fine. Like in my mid, mid to low. Oh, I guess I'm just mid twenties now. In yeah. my mid twenties, it's like I don't want to go to the. Welcome movies to life, alone. pal. I don't want to go to the movies alone. For what reason? Because you're just afraid of looking weird. It's not a fun. I don't. I don't like sit in my house alone and watch movies. Why would I go out and spend eight dollars to watch a movie? And that's and I guess I guess that's kind of where you and I differ because I really do enjoy watching movies by myself because I don't like you could just sit there watch it, but really watch it like analyze. See, analyze almost to the point that you don't get the movie because you're too busy going. That's very interesting. I do that when I'm super high, but um, I don't. I don't like to commit myself to a two-hour movie. Like if I like last night, I want I was like gonna go to bed at like ten ten thirty. Yeah. They put on the new Beauty and the Beast, and I fucking started watching it, and instantly. Sorry, Tiana. Instantly, I was like, "Well, I'm gonna Guess I'm finish watching this Beauty and the Beast." Yeah. Like I, oh dude, that movie was so visually, like just perfect. They nailed it. They yeah. nailed everything. That was a great movie. All I've seen is screen grabs of the cups who look like monsters. Like their faces look really fucked up. Yeah, they're no. That okay. movie's good. Okay. The new movie's good. All right. I probably won't see it, but that's well, good to know. I might. I probably won't. I mean, maybe some. Emma Watson. I do love Emma Watson, but I don't love it enough to just watch that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm saying it. Dude, they're making a. Well, we'll save this for the next. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because. Um. Yeah. But why <laughs> do you like going to the movies alone? I like going to the movies alone because. Like when I when I when I lived in Nashville, uh, I pretty much did everything alone, and then I just started really getting into like. I want to go see this movie. I could buy whatever I want, but it's not going to be that expensive. Got an afternoon to kill. Shitty weather. I'm gonna go see you know, Mad Max or some shit. That's what I. That's one of the movies I saw when I was there, and, you get to completely immerse yourself in the movie. See that does sound nice. And especially a movie like Mad Max, but you get to completely immerse yourself in the movie, practically to the point that you feel like you're there. Especially smoke a little weed, uh, drink some, whatever, or if you go sober, it doesn't matter. But since you have nothing there potentially distracting you, you can completely focus on this giant fucking screen in front of you. That makes sense. And just enjoy the hell out of it. It's that a fun makes, ride, man. That makes a lot of sense. So that's why I like it. I guess I could fucking get. I guess I could get my. Plus, there's. There's something satisfying about just being independent, being like, fuck everybody. I'm just going to go do what the fuck I want right now. Yeah, but if I was going to go do whatever the fuck I wanted, I wouldn't go to a fucking movie. 
Yeah, but I'm saying, let's say you don't have... I, I don't go to movies by myself ever, unless I'm out of options. Yeah. But I have no problem doing it, would and you I, rather, I enjoy it when I do. Would you rather go to a movie by yourself or bowling by yourself? Movie. I might choose bowling. That's a very interesting... Uh, I would never choose bowling. That is very interesting. I probably wouldn't, I, but... <laughs> So you're going yay bowling alone, nay movies alone. Yeah. Bowling. Explain to me the bowling. I'm curious about the uh, bowling. Well, I enjoy bowling. Sure. You bowl by yourself, the game's going to go as fast as you want. You get a couple drinks. I'm about hang to. Out at, hang out at the bar, at the bowling alley bar. Fucking hang out with the locals. I've got one big hole in your theory. The biggest hole. There's no competition. It's not fun at that point. You got to have somebody to Yeah, beat. but I don't I don't enjoy just like sitting fucking through a whole movie. Like You know when like, I said it out loud saying it was the biggest hole, that was a that was a If mistake. I'm if it I'm, was an average argument. I don't I might even be able to get I might even get the bumpers up. No one's there to judge. But that is not, <laughs> I'm not fun. Getting, at, I'm not getting the bumpers. It's not bump, fun I'm at not all. Getting the bumpers up. But I don't like I don't want to commit myself to a 2 hour, 2 and a half hour commitment out of a movie. I don't plan my life yeah, that far in advance. Like, if I was in Nashville, if I was traveling somewhere by myself, I was like, well, I'm not going to have anything to do anyways. But like, if it's an afternoon where I expect my friends to, like, want to get together, like, relatively soon or whatever, I'm not uh-huh. going to a movie by myself. I'm not going to a movie on a weekend night by myself, that's for sure. Maybe a weekday night by myself, but I would have to be, like, out of town somewhere. I think the thing that I think that's better about a movie alone than bowling alone primarily is well probably a lot like a well-made movie like movies aren't really about the things they're about movies always have like if you have a good writer movies have an underlying theme theme that if you're really able to get into it that's why i love the lion king yeah okay yeah exactly so when you're when you are able to like really get what that underlying theme not just what the movie is about that's where the real gold is that's where you really find out like there are truths about life in like a lot of movies yeah, that people just miss because they're following just the plot instead of seeing what are they really saying here. I'm not a, it makes the movie more enjoyable. Oh, I definitely, I definitely, has could, a I definitely level. could see like if I would like. I get that this is like a movie but, snob. Kind but of the only, the only take. kind of movies I would ever be able to see by myself are like. Um, I guess like dramas, like action like, movies are kick ass. No, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't give. A, I don't care about action movies like at all. Really, James Bond, dude. Mm. Fast and the Furious. I hate you. Know I hate those movies. I know you do, but I'm telling you right now, you're no, wrong. No, I don't like those. Aren't to me. Those are not my kind of movies. R.I.P. Paul Walker. No, R.I.P. Rest in pieces. <laughs> um, no, but. Action movies don't do it for me. I don't know. I'd rather watch... A you don't like, come out of like an action movie and just feel like you can kick anybody's ass? No, I feel like I... It's satisfying. I walk out of an it's, action it's invigorating. Movie. I walk out... My, I have a cynical mind, so I walk out of an action movie... So do movie. I, but yeah, like... but I walk out of an action movie going, none of that would ever happen. All those people would be dead. That's fucking stupid. That's how I... That's how I watch action... I don't enjoy that I watch them that way, but I can't help it. That's fair. That's fair. I can't You can't help. control that. Yeah. No, I just... And like, I, I get those thoughts a lot when I'm watching those movies... But, again, as I mentioned earlier, I'm analyzing most of the time. uh, And so I don't get that feeling as much as I used to when I was just a kid and watched the movie. But uh, 
still, you get out of like a Sweet James Bond movie. It's, I mean, you've yeah. got just a good. What would you call like Law Abiding? It citizens? just gives you a little extra like. I'm gonna kick some ass today. Or like, or like Gladiator. Like that's an action movie, but it it's just like makes a you want to be. It just makes you get kind of more decisive. Like fuck yeah. Yeah, like Gladiator or The Patriot. Those are like action movies, but they're like. Gladiator doesn't make you just kind no, of no. It does, like you but that's not like that's the kind of action movie that I like, where it's not all just action. It's like a drama, yeah, action thriller or whatever. Like, well, I we like should it. distinguish between because just straight action movies, other than Expendables, <laughs> I'm not a Expendables huge fan. on a similar vein. It's almost like a mix between MacGruber, Sharknado, and Rambo. Yeah, <laughs> like basically, yeah, where everybody kind of knows that it's a joke, and they but, write. Lines like it's a joke, but they also think they're tough as fuck. But they and they are, and they are tough as fuck. And they used to be in super tough movies. Yeah, and so they get away with saying whatever they want. That's another real underappreciated uh, set, of of, set of movies. Yeah, real, real low on the appreciation list. Um, and so uh, last question for you, or I guess uh, you've got a question for me, don't you? Yeah, I do believe that I get the last question. How do you feel about all these classic movie remakes? Yay or nay on those? Oof. Having our first ever yay and nay. And I'll tell you why. Ooh. Because some of them are good and some of them aren't. Ladies, this is a rare moment. We have a yay and nay on our hands. Let me just say that no one else has ever said, ladies, this is a rare moment. And it didn't come out like I wanted it to. Yeah, well. All right. Um, I'm saying yay and nay because there are some movies where they tried to remake it and it went way shitty. Like... Old Vacation oh, with Chevy dude. Chase. Top three movie of all time. Maybe my favorite. Like, legitimately, that one might be my favorite. It can never be my favorite because I will always like Christmas Vacation more than it. That's fair. And a Christmas movie will never be my favorite movie. No, but that's Ever. why that's why it works for me for Vacation. So, because, yeah, that's a problem um, for me, in my opinion. And so, the new Vacation is fucking shitty compared to the old one. It took... Well, and the new Dumb and Dumber. Okay, they, it, let's break this down because I think this is almost more important than our yay or nay. Break it down. This is why the remakes like Dumb and Dumber 2, T.O., and Vacation, those ones didn't work. Ghostbusters? Well, Ghostbusters was a whole... It had a, it had too much baggage on the other side. Yeah. Uh, that one, yeah, that one's not fair to comment on. Yeah. But it's because I feel like, the, like shit's been dumbed down because... Audiences no longer like because there used to be nuance, like the way that Chevy Chase says all his lines, or the way Dumb and Dumber say like do the things that they do. It's all supernatural. It, supernatural. It's not supernatural. It's, it's all like very it's natural. very natural, um, to where it it's rooted in a lot of reality, which is where all good comedy comes from. Yeah. It has to be rooted in some sort of reality that you can connect with. Go like, hey, my dad's like that, or whatever. Yeah. And the problem with all those, all the new like big comedy movies, especially some of they those go remakes, for cheap laughs. they go for cheap laughs. Like, oh, the mom fucking accidentally like exploded a deer when she hit it with a four wheeler. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's happened, but it's something similar <laughs> to that. But it's all these things that would never happen. They're just ridiculous uh, events that happen, and yeah, they're kind of funny to watch. But there's no connection to it where it feels real. And so the laughs are cheap. There's nothing earned there. Yeah. Because there's no co- actual connection to the audience. Like, every time you watch Christmas Vacation or Vacation, yeah. Chevy Chase reminds you a little bit more of your dad. Just the way yeah. that he does things. Yeah. The way that he gets frustrated by everything. The way that he's always kind of in a bad mood but trying to be happy. Yeah. It's just like, he just reminds you more and more of your dad. 
And then you start realizing, I'm becoming more and more like my dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching myself on TV. Yeah. But then when you watch the newer ones, it's just like, this is just fucking stupid for 14-year-olds. Yeah, and what, what the, the problem with that is, Ed Helms is a great... That guy's hilarious. Yeah, that guy's I love awesome. Ed Helms. That guy's so talented, and he could easily do his version uh, of the Clark Church. Griswold Easy. Uh, with some Easy. actual being the lame dad. Oh, fucking Could have nailed it. And they just had him be the lame dad, but in a really shitty way. The writing was terrible. Yeah. I mean, that's we're hammering it pretty hard on Strictly Vacation, but it's indicative of the Well, whole, that's one of our favorite movies. Yeah. And when they well, and that's why. Good, and yeah. Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but it's not... It doesn't have the fucking balls behind it, the vacation. No, Vacation's does. got... Like, Vacation's... Vacation's just a big swinging dick of a movie. Yeah, it's I like Caddyshack. I, yeah, Caddyshack. If they were to remake Caddyshack, you can't. Everyone... We could. Well, <laughs> we, a Good Time and Buds. We could remake Caddyshack. Yeah. <laughs> That's a foregone conclusion. Just... Just anoint us now as the Caddyshack champions. Yeah. We could remake Caddyshack in a heartbeat. Yeah. And You're gonna so, change the names around a little bit, yeah. but you know. But there, that's a movie that unless we did it, of course, of, of course, uh, could not be remade. Nobody could remake it because that movie is like almost strictly like character. Everybody being just a huge character. Yeah. Rodney Dangerfield. Good luck replacing him. Chevy Chase can't be done. You could try, but Chevy Chase was cool while simultaneously being legitimately funny as shit. You can't just have a good-looking guy who says a line. You got to have a guy who's naturally funny as shit. And there's not a lot of those guys out there. There's two right here. Well, I mean, again, I said we couldn't be involved. Yeah. Do you? Okay, here's a good. Oh, here's a good game that is probably gonna take us on another wild tangent. All right. Would you rather play Bill Murray's character or Chevy Chase's character? Chevy Chase. You're such a douche. Yeah, I know. You're such a douche. I know. Think about how fun it would be to be Bill Murray's character. It's pretty good. Think about how fun that would be. It's pretty good. You're such a douche. But, uh, God, you're such come a on. douche. Come on. The piano scene with... Uh, yeah, but... Fucking, God, what's her name? Fucking... Uh, Bill Murray's fucking smoking the weed. I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I wanted... You're, you're missing out on a fuck. Dude, I disagree. I think Chevy Chase is just as funny... And I just, yeah, I he's like just his as character funny, better. But yeah, obviously you like his character better. You're supposed to like his character better. He's Not necessarily. Bill Murray's every, a, a lot of people's favorite. <laughs> because he's the best. He's trying he's to kill hilarious. The I'm not trying he's to diminish. Trying to I'm not trying to diminish Bill Murray's role in Caddyshack, Kevin. Oh, I love that I'm movie. just trying to say I like Ty Webb better. I love that movie. Ty Webb is all... <laughs> they're both you, quotes. They're both he's, quotes. He's, he's everything you want to be. He's everything I want to be. Like, well, I want to <laughs> be able to come back with lines like... Um, like when uh, Judge Schmales comes in and talks to him and he goes, How'd you shoot today, Ty? And he goes, Oh, pretty well. He goes, what'd you, what'd you shoot? And he goes, Oh, I don't keep score. And he goes, You don't keep score. How do you uh, measure up to other golfers? By height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just tell, basically tell him to fuck off with just yeah. like... Who cares about keeping score? I don't need to measure myself up to other golfers. I play golf for fun, and I'm better than you, it, fucking it's bitch. It's the best answer, and I... Yeah. So no. that's why I like it. He's just... He's, he's just a good... He's got good golfing, lines, man. Yeah, he's just a fucking... Chevy Chase nailed it. Yeah. Do you do drugs, Danny? Yeah, all the time. So what's the problem? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, no. Guy's he's a king. Good. Yeah. 
I just think Goldberg. Oh, it's Cinderella story. Cinderella boy. <laughs> about to become the Masters champion. Oh, we got to hold on that one. really got to hold on that one. Yeah, he's great too. Yeah. Uh, Plus, so when we remake it. He's in Space Jam, so. <laughs> I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was I didn't in that know picture. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah, no, Bill Murray, man. So, just speaking of another remake, Space Jam 2. Oh, yeah, they better not do it, dude. They better That's not do it. It's gonna fucking be so stupid. They're giving us the light on our topic here. Oh, my gosh. Who runs this show? But, uh, LeBron James. Cannot nice guy, it. nice guy. He's no Michael. Cannot do it. On the court. Off the court. Off the court, in the bedroom. In the bed, in the sack. All right. So, here's what's coming up on today's show. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about millennials and how they are as parents and just how that generation is. Well, and just how we and see just, it from our perspective because yeah. we're, we're in the middle seeing... The people that we know become parents. Yeah, for these getting kids. married, having. And so that'll yeah. be our opinion on that. Um, and then uh, finally, we've got some thank yous from fans that oh, have finally started rolling in. Excited to read uh, those. It's, a, it's an exciting day, and we're going to share those with you guys. Um, and uh, we always, of course, encourage more um, fan mail. Fan mail. Love hearing from the fans. Love hearing from you guys. Email us at goodtimeandbuds.com. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yeah, dot com. Um, we're gonna talk about some supernatural shit. We're talking ghosts, spirits, possessions, demons, angels, divine intervention, psychics, witches, warlocks, voodoo, Ouija boards. We're gonna go all over, all the, place. over the place. We're gonna speculate we're gonna, wildly. We're gonna, I'm excited. We're gonna nail it down. We're gonna get some definitive proof. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna discuss that, and then our story today is gonna be the long desert highway. A trip back track. from Vegas. A trip back from Vegas. So we're gonna we're gonna conclude, conclude that saga today, yeah. and um, anyways, so we'll see you uh, after the break. Hi, Austin, Rush Chairman. Damn glad to meet you. Hi, Kevin, Pledge Master. Damn glad to meet you. Welcome to Gamma Tau Beta. GTB is steeped in a rich tradition of integrity, brotherhood, community service, and crafting men of excellence both in and out of the classroom. We also make a point to live a rich social life. From intramural sports, where we are the flag football champs three years running, to our designated tailgate spot right outside the stadium. And of course, what are fraternities without sororities? We participate in team building and social interaction during events such as Greek Week, Sing, May Day, sport events, Functions, Mom's Weekend, Shasta, Mock Rock, Philanthropies, and other sanctioned events. And Mom, don't worry, your son's about to become a Gamma. Gamma what? Gamma Tau! You only get to do college once. Do it right. Gamma Tau Beta. Join a frat. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We are talking millennials in our first topic. Uh, millennials, I think we've touched on them a little bit before, but God, they're just such a fascinating group to me. And we're a part of it. And we're a part of it, and it's just such a weird time to be developing. It's a weird, yeah, it's weird to see, you know, as you get a little bit older, we're, I'm not even 25, but I mean, I'm old enough to be able to look back with at least a little bit of 2020. Yeah. And just, you could see where 
some of your weird neuroticisms kind of develop like the a singular moment that you just let yourself you know and so in that same way of looking at things uh it's weird to see the way that other people that are our age are now raising their kids yeah because um I just don't think kids were designed to be that stimulated all the time. Uh, by electronics no, yeah, from like, day one. Yeah, but but the thing but is... But it's because is, the mom's already... Distra- the, or the parents are already distracted because they're not realizing that it's bad. Well, and they were raised like that from a young enough age. Yeah. And to, like... like it, from, a lot of them had like... From high school... Like, they were in high school. Think about this. Most of us, when we got our first smartphones or our first cell phones... Not even smartphones, but our first cell phones. those were, That was in high school. So we had yeah, a I didn't get much to like sophomore year. We had a distraction, year. but we were all 16 or 17 before we got that stimulant. Yeah, that, we, that we specific, de- it's always there yeah. stimulant. And we like, developed yeah, a little cell phones bit. Were, we developed a little bit before that. These kids are getting iPads, laptops, cell phones, smartphones. They're getting all that right away just so that like I don't have to deal with you at a dinner table where yeah. you're fussy. Just play with the iPad. Just, yeah, set them on the like, thing instead of like... Teaching instead of like connecting with the kid on a parent to child relationship and like figuring your way out of it, like, um, I mean, that's the way that all animals work is there's you can't just give it a non human item to distract them and and never work through the problem, yeah, and think that they're gonna make normal relationships, yeah, and normal connections with. The envi- with the environment around them. Kids come into this world a completely empty vessel and you just, you fill it up like it's a, you know, cream-filled donut. You just pump shit in there and then it stays. And so, because they're, you know, when they first get here, they know nothing. they're at the mercy of everyone older than them telling them what to do. Yeah. So if they grow up looking at a screen from day one, that screen is as much a part of their life as the natural world. And it's been shown that interacting through screens leads to depression it leads oh, to just yeah. a really unhealthy and mental they, state they they never live without social media yeah they, they never even seen... experienced a world where you just lived you weren't constantly checking how other people were no living. you just lived your own life and did whatever you wanted to do yeah and it didn't matter what anyone else was doing because you had no way of knowing yeah you had no way of being jealous of them yeah. or being somehow better than them yeah you uh, had nothing yeah. You just imagine that they were doing the same thing you were doing wherever they were. I get that, like, some theoretically vindictive people would look at it and go, hey, I'm doing better than that guy. Doing It looks like that guy's being a real piece of shit. But yeah. I, that's not what happens. Usually you go on there and only pay attention to, like, he's making more money than me. This guy got a new truck. They're going on vacation again. Yeah. I'm not going on vacation at all. I have no money to. Yeah. How are they doing this? Yeah. And... I, I heard this quote uh, the other day, which is, when have you ever gotten off of Facebook feeling better? Yeah. No. Never. No. You, name, never. No. You've never gotten off of Facebook no. feeling better. You go, I wasted a bunch of time. I wish I was in Myanmar. And um, now I have no money because I'm, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I can't, I can't live like all these other people are living. Especially if you, like, follow, like, rich people and, like, famous people. Yeah. You're always just fucking... Setting. And you want to because it's it's aspirational. You want to aspire to that, but then you just find yourself doing the same old shit, not scrolling through, going, "Oh, that looks like fun." Yeah, but not working on anything to get you to that point. Yeah, well, I mean, the deal is, you and I just missed it. We're ninety two. Yeah, we're yeah. The I internet mean, didn't really come along till ninety five, and I don't think we had in our house till like I had to have been ten. 
Yeah, but the weird thing is, is like the gap between us and where I see a distinct like line of difference mm-hmm. is like three years. Yeah. If we barely missed we it. We barely missed it. Like, I mean, my family had like 64s and video games and stuff, but we didn't have like... Yeah, I had a 60. I still had a 64. We didn't have internet. We had dial-up internet like that you could barely fucking use yeah. until I was probably 15, 16. Like, our internet barely fucking worked. And if someone was on the phone, you couldn't be on the internet. Yeah. And uh, you could go on... Uh, the chance of catching malware was a lot higher. Yeah. And computers were just crashing day in and day out. Yeah. Maybe that was just in my house. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, the, it's it's still the wild, wild west out there in terms of what the internet is capable of. Oh, yeah. But even, but back then, you just threw up your hands and like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why'd you get on the phone? Yeah. Because, yeah, one was working, one wasn't. Uh I could still, obviously, you could still remember the dial tone. Yeah. We, we had AOL, which you installed with a disc. Yeah. <laughs> you installed it with a disc. And uh, I remember just like all the little icons that would pop up as you're waiting five minutes. I mean, we lived out kind of in the country, but as you waited five minutes for it to connect to have the slowest internet. internet if you had internet the way that we had it back again... <laughs> We're, it would be faster than reading. I a want book. to point out that we're aware of the ironies of talking about this through the internet, yeah. and the fact that we still got it most of our lives. Yeah. But we also ha- didn't have it during our formative years. We yeah. So where we, we can a, see a clear difference. Yeah, I we have just a, wanted to, Yeah. But you had to wait five minutes for that thing to connect, and then if it was that slow these days, you'd fucking shoot yourself. Like yeah, if you're fo- if you like pull out your phone and it took you five minutes to get to the internet. You would not use it. You'd lose your mind. Well, you yeah, you wouldn't use it, and then, uh, yeah, questionably, life might be better. Oh yeah, like, but if that was if that was like the best that it had ever been, people wouldn't bitch about it. Yeah. But since we've had a better, like, we can't go. We you, we as a society cannot go backwards technologically at all. Yeah. People would freak the fuck there, out. That's the problem. Is there's no way to. So us complaining will not get us anywhere. But. No. I like to talk about it because I know someday I'm probably going to have kids. And it's like, How someday, you, long ways away. But yeah. like, I'm going to have kids someday. How do you do that? Because they also need it. Because that's going to be the only way to get along in life. Yeah. Because eventually and it's, it's all going to be that way. it's a very useful tool, obviously. It is a super useful obviously tool. Obviously it is. That's why it's still like around. It's not inherently good or bad. It's no, just how it's you how use it. it's how you use it. Same and, with money, same with power, same with anything. And so it's like you want to introduce them to it and you want to show them how to use it. Yeah. And how to use it properly. But you also want to make them creative thinkers and... Yeah, and and have explore and like have fun doing other things other than just looking at a screen and fucking playing games or whatever. Like, We're already distracting ourselves from being just alone with our thoughts too much. Too much. I think about this all the time because when I'm home alone, because I mean I live alone, and so it's easy to be real alone with your thoughts, and sometimes that's not a great time, and so it's easy to want to toss on some TV, uh, check the phone keep some music on, just do anything that will stimulate my mind so I'm not just constantly going in circles. And I'm completely aware of how dangerous that is because then I am unable to like, then I'm unable to live with myself if I'm alone. Yeah. Luckily, 
I take steps to like make sure that I do things without that shit. But I know if I just turned it all, you know, on and just didn't pay attention to my own thoughts, as soon as I lost all that stimuli, I'd be in a real troublesome spot because then you're just stuck with yourself. And that's the problem is nobody's at this point learn how to just be with themselves. Yeah. No one's learned how to just be okay with being what you are. Getting in a YouTube rabbit hole is so addictive. Yeah. It is ridiculously addicting. Yeah. So you're just in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. They're like, oh, just three minute video. That's no problem. Yeah. But it, it adds up. And then all of a sudden, two hours have gone by. You feel shittier. Uh, you're gaining weight. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> your, your wife's getting ready to leave you. Yeah. It's... So that's that's pretty dangerous, and I the the problem is never in history have we ever had what we have now. So there's no way to measure what these effects will be on the kids because we're developing at such a rapid pace. Well, and what annoys the what annoys me the most is that they're willing to completely ruin their kids' brains mm-hmm. these ways, but they try to protect them overly in every other way. Yeah, like there's like my cousins when they had their babies. Got a mat that you lay in the bottom of the crib. Okay. And it plugs into a, like a fucking little computer thing. Mm-hmm. And it, there's an app on their phone and they can watch it and it tells like where her weight is. And if she like moves and rolls over and like wakes up or is hot or cold or like whatever, it like alerts them. It's like, who the fuck cares? I'm, I don't have kids, so I can't. Say, I don't, uh, like, I, don't, I, I get the appeal of wanting to do it if I, I was a parent. I don't, though. Well, well, let me finish. Okay, I do in the... I get that you'd want your kid to be safe. If there's a way to make your kid safer, I get that yeah. any parent would be like, well, I want my kid to be safer. Yeah. But there's just an inherent risk with monitoring your kid all the time. It's, studies have shown that all the helicopter parenting that we got has already been damaging enough, and I can see it in my own life. Like, oh, I yeah. can see where it's like... Well, they should have let us roam a little more, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so that was helicopter parenting when they didn't have a cell phone to still check. I mean, we still used to be able to go out, get wild for five hours, ten hours ride your bike during the summer, just disappear. You ride your bike somewhere, like you tell your parents, like, I'm going on a bike ride. They yeah. don't know where you go. They don't. They have no way of checking in on you. Yeah. And I, I submit that that's a lot healthier I for abuse a parent-child relationship. Yeah, obviously. But I, I'm still here. I always came back. And I, but I think it's it's better for the parents and kids to do that because they get way better being independent of each other. Yeah. When you've got a constant line going to these people, and I could feel it when I text anybody I know. Pretty much, it's like you've just got too many tabs on me. Like, you need to have a relationship that's defined as much by its isolation as when you're with each other. Yeah. Because. If not, you're just you're kind of developing together instead, which is yeah, I mean, develop together. But then independent George there's and relationship George collide. Worlds are colliding, and once those worlds collide, yeah, you can't go. It's back. just yeah, it's too much. You will kill independent George. You will kill independent George, and that's the problem. And that's the problem. So parents um, should be monitoring. But they also kids. have like that thing that chip that you can put in a fucking car. Yeah. We saw that commercial that one time. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. And it, literally, like, you put the device in the car, and it tells you when they're speeding, where they're going, where they're at, how yeah. late they're there. Like, it tells you everything. That is destructive to everything that we love about classic America. Yeah. Teenagers just going out, having a fun time, causing a few hijinks, 
Sure, maybe they should be more safe in sometimes, but you know, some kids have got to go sometimes. Statistically, exactly. like you're going to lose a few. Die. Statistically, you're going to lose a few. Yeah. And raise your it's, kids. It's to hard not to argue. Yeah. Raise your kids to, instead of monitoring your kids all the time, raise your kids to be self aware enough and smart enough to deal for themselves, trust their gut, trust their instincts. In any situation, they'll be way more safe than if you're always parenting them and they have no way to think for themselves. Yeah. Because they're still going to be at that party, but they're not going to have their own instincts with them. Yeah. So They're going to have everything that you ever just told them to do. Yeah. Instilling in your child that you know, or instilling that they know that you trust them, that that gives a child responsibility. Like, they trust me. I need to be a better kid. Yeah. But now it's, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? It's just like, fuck that bitch. I'm going to go party. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I love my mom. That was not directed. Yeah. <laughs> but no. But essentially that's what all the kids, it's like, fuck her. She could go fuck off. I'm going to go have fun with my friends. Fuck this phone, whatever. Yeah. And so it creates a rebellion instead of a trust where you can establish. Instead of a relationship. Yeah. It just is a mom and a son. It's a, a like, it's, it's a just, prison guard. It's just parent-child. It's a prison guard. Yeah, it's just parent-child. There's no... There's no, like, trust relationship built. Yeah. It's just... It's all very um, superficial. Yeah. On a very shallow level. Yeah. It's it's like any relationship you're developing at any point over the phone is going to be less personal. And I, I've seen that they've made points that, like, texting while dating... Also super uh, theoretically damaging. Yeah. Well, but it's really hard not to because you know that people know that you have the phone. But if you're constantly texting throughout a day, like just like what, like constantly texting, mm-hmm. when you see each other, you nothing got nothing to, talk, to about. talk about because you guys have been talking all day. Yeah. I, you can't tell me about when you went to the grocery store, even though that's a mundane story, because you already fucking told me when you were there. Like, yeah, I'm at the grocery store. This fucking ugly Asian chick's looking at me. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I tried, <laughs> whatever. I tried to bang her, but it didn't yeah. happen. I dropped the oranges on the floor, and uh, some kid puked. Yeah. Just like save that up, and then have a great story for me when you show up. Or a decent story, but have something. We'll learn have how to something. Here's like a little offshoot of that. I think it loses our ability to be better storytellers. Oh, absolutely. At least with like people close to us, because we just update them on what's going on constantly. Because okay, so think about this. Let's say you've got a Snapchat story. You send it to anybody. About like, oh, uh, you know, bald eagle flew out of the sky, picked up a fish, and flew over an American flag. You get a picture of that. Pretty sweet. Granted. Granted. That's pretty sweet. That's awesome. Now, that's more of a visual thing that uh, is better Snapchat. That's a bad example. But let's just say you have a wild story. You can capture it on film. For 10 seconds. For 10 seconds and share it um, without any of, like, your affectations to it. Um, And then when you... Instead of like waiting the whole day, working on the story, be like, I got a hell of a story for the boys. And then you come back and you tell just an epic story. I think it ruins a little bit of storytelling, yeah, which absolutely. is one of the most crucial it things to the human experience. Storytelling. Our creativity is going down. Yeah, because you never have to use your brain. You can and, just Google it. And everyone wants to be, everyone wants to fit the mold yeah. of whatever mold they think they're supposed to fit. Yeah. Because with every year comes more terms that people define themselves by. Yeah. Uh, I'm Christian. I'm Hindu. I'm trans. I'm fucking... I'm gay. I'm uh, black. I'm Black Lives Matter. I'm 
whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's just more sub. There's just more be. Subgroups. Just be. Yeah. People want to define themselves by these terms because it gives them comfort. They go, "Oh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Yankees fan, and I like to do this, and I like to do that, and I like golf on Sunday." I know myself. Yeah. They go, "Grow the fuck up." It's like you don't know yourself. You, when you were a kid, your kid, at least for me, like the kid me, would not recognize the adult, relative adult me. No. But what's fascinating about that is I was there for the whole ride. Yeah. All that happened on my watch. Yeah. Which just goes to show your thoughts are not you at all. You're just there as things happen to you and certain thoughts and ideas pass through you from time to time. Some you hold on to a little longer, some you don't. But I think the essence of what a soul is, is that person that goes through all that with all the changing thoughts and everything. The soul is the essence of that person. Could you imagine? Man. Could you imagine? <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. Could you imagine if you saw yourself at like five? Like yeah. you just like met you met you saw yourself at five, and like you can remember some of the things that he can remember, mm-hmm. but obviously you can't remember all the things that he can remember. But you know everything that's about to happen to him. Yeah, that would be such a weird moment to be in, or It'd like even tough. if like even like sixteen. Because yeah. at 16, you think you know a lot. Or 18, you think you know a lot. It's shocking how much you think you know the world. And I, I'm aware that now I still know shit. Well, like, but now we're anything. old enough to know. that, Like, you never really... You never really you never know. Never, There's always going to be new information that goes, Fuck, I thought I had this yeah. nailed down. Yeah, like... And so if you saw yourself at 18, like, you would just want to fucking, like... You can't tell him anything though, because no. if you because if you did, you wouldn't be who you are now. No, and you disappear you don't, you don't like Marty McFly. You don't want to tell him anything because you want them to experience how you experienced it. Yeah, because and it's gonna be shitty. It's gonna be shitty, but it's also gonna be fucking. It's also gonna awesome. be top of the world. It's gonna be fu- like yeah. you just, you're gonna hit some glorious highs. You're gonna have some dark lows. Yeah, but and that's what crafts you into the human you are now. Get but, off the phone. <laughs> but that's the ride. Yeah, and it's a ride worth taking every time. It, yeah, like. Buy a ticket, take the ride, man. Yeah. Yeah, no. And the more you live through the internet, the more you live through other people's lives, the more you craft your life through your Facebook. Yeah. Instead of crafting your life. You craft your life through everyone else instead of crafting your life through your thoughts and ideas and wants and needs. Live a story worth um, commenting on. Live a life worth commenting on. Don't comment. you like, know what I'm saying. Like, live a life worth commenting on. Like Bo Burnham says, live your life in a way that you would be happy if nobody else was watching. Yeah. If no one else is watching you and you're just Because being, truthfully, no one is. No one is. No one gives a fuck about your Facebook. No. They so only if, care about so the sorry, just, sorry, sorry. Oh, you're fine. But here. Just live your life in a way that makes you happy and either share that or don't share that or whatever. But if you like, I hate when I hate when I see and fuck girls, anybody who says different. I hate when I see girls or guys that say like, "I wish I had someone to make me feel beautiful or to make me feel loved." It's like if you need someone else to make you feel that way, it's never gonna it's happen. It's not gonna work because it's all you. Be, because you can't you can't love somebody else until you love yourself yeah. or you have accepted yourself. And if you're always living to please everyone else, you're not taking enough time to focus on yourself and what makes you happy, what makes you tick. 
And so you're not ever going to find that level of happiness that you that you're looking for. Yeah, if you're not incredibly diligent and doing what you want to do, you will end up living everybody else's opinion of how you should live your life. Yeah, and not your life and there's nothing worse in the entire world than regret. Yeah. Cuz you can't get any of that back. We don't know what happens after we die. Right now's all you got. Yeah. You better fucking savor it. Whether you believe you go into heaven forever or you or you believe nothing happens or you believe you're reincarnated, we obviously don't remember our past life, so this is what you got. Yeah. You got this. Even if you're this in This is heaven. the only thing you're guaranteed is what we're doing this moment and this moment. That's literally all we're all guaranteed. guaranteed. You might as well enjoy it. I'm not even 100% convinced that I'm guaranteed that the past happened. Yeah. That could all just be fucking yeah. some yeah. weird memory that I made up in my mind. I know. I've been getting deja vu a lot recently and then thinking about what you mentioned on, uh, I think it was the Butter Zone? Yeah. Or it could have been worth a turkey, but... The different dimensions and how you just you Yeah, the way deja vu works. Yeah. And I'm going, I know that this didn't happen because I was listening to a brand new podcast I had never listened to, but everything else where I was... What they were talking about, it was all yeah, exactly see, something I heard. You could have heard that before when you die. I know, I know. You get that seven minutes where you just maybe live your life again. It's a fascinating thing. In a sleep, maybe we're all in, in that sleep, right now. Yeah. But uh, maybe we're all just in an infinite loop of inception. Well, and not on, and on top of that, um, especially with the kids these days, they're too clean. They're everything's everybody's mean. got allergies these days. Oh, peanut allergies. Are fucking weak sauce. Weep. We we gotta. This is gonna. Two be, words. Nature. This is gonna be horribly offensive. Okay. But we gotta get the peanut allergy out of the child the bloodline. <laughs> we gotta get, extract it. We, no, I, yeah. We gotta get rid it of the It makes our allergy. species weaker as a whole. Weak. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Yeah. And peanuts are everywhere. And Donald Trump's our president. <laughs> and. It's been shown that um, like kids who grow up in rural areas versus city areas, uh, urban areas, I guess, um, tend to have less allergies than their city counterparts. Look, I'm gonna call bullshit on that one because you have because pussy I allergies. Have pussy allergies, <laughs> and I fucking have lived in the. You should have played in the dirt more, dude. I know I you played in the dirt plenty. I don't know, man. But I like, did, I was born in Eastern Oregon, where we don't have the same. Yeah. Well, I guess that's Paul true. Paul is over here, but like, come on. Still. I got the shitty end of the stick on that one. Yeah. Well. And then you try to be a farmer with allergies. Whew. Fuck that. Rough. Yeah, that sucks. I, I do get them a little bit when I'm in the combine. All yeah, that dust grass, yeah, dust and grass is rough. Grass is pretty much tough on most people. Yeah, but fuck grass. Like straight grass to the nut. Straight to the dome. Yeah, you take you rail a line of grass. Yeah, you're sneezing for yeah. months. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a bad day. God, that sucks. Um. But when, I, this brings me back to what originally got me onto this idea was an old George Carlin bit about how he used to swim in the Hudson River, and that's why he never got sick because he was tempered in raw shit. Yeah. Like and so, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, that makes complete sense. Like your your body creates antibodies to battle incoming germs. That's how it's it's a workout for your body. That you don't even have to be a part of. All you have to do is go outside and have a good time. Yeah, I used to make lick joke. shit, drink I used after to somebody make else. Jokes all the time about how I never get sick because I used to lick the desks in grade school. Yeah, see, there you go. Build up the immune I used to drink the water out of my dog's bowl to test it for my dog when I was yeah, like two. Well, there you go. It's good. It's good enough for me. It's good enough for him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just an animal lover. I don't know. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, no. I subscribe to that idea wholeheartedly, and it's backed by science, of course. Yeah, you ever step on a nail? Um, like only just like a little bit. Off. Like I, I got just get, like a tip in my I foot. I got a tetanus shot. Did you? Yeah. That sucks. I've had to get a tetanus shot. Oh yeah. Tetanus balls. shots are rough. <laughs> That's right. Interesting. Yeah. No, so I had to get a tetanus shot from that. Yeah, but how did you do that? Oh, I fell off a fence uh, trying to climb oh. over it, and it just because uh, what it was is it was sticking up. And it just, it was completely just basically sawed off at the top, nice and sharp. Oh. And uh, it caught my shorts mm. while I was climbing over. How old were you? I was probably 12. Yeah, oh, rough. 10. I could have been 10. That's a rough, uh, I rough used to, I, I've gotten much better at climbing over fences since good. then. I that's hope. good. Just, that's good to know. Yeah, um, that is. Uh, yeah, but no, tennis shots. My balls are stronger than ever, so thanks <laughs> no, for asking. Good, good, good. Um, good to know. No, but millennials, it's a weird time, dude. It's a weird... Yeah. It's a weird... Let the kids get dirty is while we're saying... Ugh. Not bad. <laughs> we're not saying that specifically. Let the kids get dirty. And you were about to roll on something I jumped in with just well, uh, yeah. a bad choice Real, of words. Yeah. But uh, you need to be exposed to unhealthy Pathogens, things to strengthen germs, your immunity. Dust, pollen. You need to be You outside. live your life in a bubble. You'll. It's, it's like bringing in an animal from the wild... Caring for it, giving it all of its needs instead of making it work for itself, then sending it out in the jungle, and then it just gets <laughs> killed immediately. God, yeah. That's basically what it yeah, is. Yeah, like what they tried to do with whales. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't learn anything that you need to learn to survive. You've been swimming around in like a 20-gallon tank. Yeah. Here you go. Fucking Make some friends. Fucking idiots. So, but I, I interrupted you. Uh, where are you going with this? Yeah, I don't know. I, uh... I'm sure it wasn't that important. But it's just... It's a weird mix of... Kids need to be treated by humans. As... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Finish what you're saying, although I want to clarify what I was we, saying. We need... Um, it, we need to shorten the generations now that technology is improving at such an incredible rate. Yeah. Because... Our generation, 90, like, like let's say, like, 80s when Pong was invented. Whenever fucking yeah. Pong and video games and computers and stuff were starting to get invented to, like, 95, 96. But, but if you were born in 95 or 96, that doesn't count. Yeah. So it's got to be, like, 92, 93. Because once the internet took off, it... It took off. It took <laughs> off. And those kids grew up with it without knowing any different. Yeah. That's as much... The, the shocking thing, and this is what's so weird about child development, is the fact that to kids who are born, they can't even conceive of a world that existed before all this technology. But the world was nothing but without technology for... A, Ever! For all of it. Until but they can't even conceive ago. of what it was like. So they have a completely altered, skewed view of what reality actually is. To them, reality includes that technology. Like, and to some degree, maybe it does. Maybe we're all living in a simulation. Like, think about how hard it was for us to accept, like, how someone could be so stupid to think that the Nazi way mm -hmm. was right. Like, how could you possibly think that Jews and blacks and all that? But if you only got propaganda and you didn't know anybody. But yeah, but think about how you're going to believe that when all you've known is the internet where everyone, like, tries to get along. Yeah. And, like, everyone, like, can have all the answers at their fingertips. It's like, back then, they didn't have... 
all the answers at their fingertips. They had yeah. a charismatic leader that was pumping propaganda. And down they didn't know anything about the outside world. Like, yeah, this guy must be onto something. I don't know yeah. anything else. Uh, this is happening in my current reality because I have no access to anybody else's. Uh, yeah, I maybe get a blip on the newspaper or whatever. Yeah. Like, maybe. And what's shocking about that is, so then the Nazis say that we're just following orders, but so do the Republicans. And I'm not comparing the two, but I am saying the Nazis say they were just following orders, and they partially didn't get the full picture. Today's Republicans, again, not making a comparison, but they see ridiculousness coming from the leader. They know all about it, and they stick to their guns. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's what's frightening. That's fucked up. Yeah. I say that's fucked up almost as if it was more fucked up than the other. I didn't mean to uh, to give it that affectation. Yeah. No, we they're both fucked up. Maybe, maybe... Yeah. Maybe the Nazis a little bit more fucked up. Yeah, probably a little more fucked but up. But they're both fucked up. Um, yeah, I mean, the rise of Nazi groups lately is no accident. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. But um, children need to be treated like a... Not like adults. They need to be oh, treated... Oh, yeah. This is, you oh, want to clear let me, up... Let me clear Children what should be treated like humans. <laughs> I said by humans. Oh. They should be treated like humans. Okay. They shouldn't be... Because these days, they're treated like... I mean, obviously, you need to treat a kid like a kid. Let a kid be a kid. No, yeah. qu- no question about that. But you need to treat them as an eventual adult. Yeah. You need to train them because eventually a- the adult world will come. By sheltering kids from the brutal realities that do exist in the adult world. Fucking trophies. You're not, yeah, you're not preparing these kids for shit. They're going to have no idea what's coming down the pike. And then all of a sudden life's going to slap them in the dick and they're going to be like, well, this, is, this is not what I signed up for. Too fucking bad, kid. You're here and your parents didn't give you enough. To, you know, to be ready for Not enough yeah. resolve. Not enough stress management. Not enough self-esteem that wasn't fueled by social media. Yeah. No. You don't... Trophies, you're right. Good point. don't need to get a fucking trophy no. for playing a season of a sport. No. It's like you played a season. Great. Competition That's, is so healthy. Com- yeah. Competition, A, there should be winners and losers. There obviously should be winners and losers. Because in life, in nature, in the world, there are winners and there are losers. Yeah. But also, you need to teach them that, like, it's okay to lose if you're not willing to work hard enough to win. Yeah. But if you work harder, you can win. You need to know what it's like to lose because in life, there's no way to go through life winning winning. 100% of the time. You need to learn how to handle some loss. Because that's... That's what life. Life is a series of wins and losses in different capacities, but that's all life is, a series of wins and losses. Yeah. And so you need to learn how to deal with the loss because that's going to be half your and life. And if you lose, you or don't less if you learn celebrate how to... it as a win. You yeah. Don't, you don't get a trophy. You learn how to keep your head up in defeat and your head down in victory. Yeah. That's the key to life. Yeah. And kids these days are like, no, you kind of won too. Uh, yeah. Raise no. your trophy even though you fucking lost. Everyone should be treated. That's not healthy. There was, I fucking saw a story last year or maybe two years ago that there was a mall in in a state that is very liberal. I can't mm-hmm. remember which one. But they their mall was going to have a Santa Claus of every race and color and like gender and everything. What's the point? It's like, why does it matter if a fake mythical yeah. person that brings presents into your house... What does it matter if he's an old white man or an old black? Like, you can't tell a black kid, oh, you can never be Santa because Santa's white. 
You can tell a black kid you can never be Santa because Santa's not fucking real. Yeah. What does it matter what does color? It have anything to it, do with I don't race. care if I go to a mall and I see one black Santa. Yeah. But I don't want to go to a fucking mall and see one Asian Santa, one black Santa, one Mexican Santa, one white Santa, one female Santa. It takes away from the magic of Santa. Then it's yeah. just uh, condensing him down to his own stereotype and then somehow... Yeah. Like, it takes all the magic out. Like, yeah. Santa Claus is a fucking... <laughs> Mythical person. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And we're we're, we're somehow enforcing it. a lie to our kids. To include theoretical everybody. kids. A lie to our kids about something that doesn't exist. I get why people want to do it. I I get the want for it, but it's so not where we should be spending our effort. Our effort. That is such a waste of we're being what they call penny smart pound foolish, which is yeah. where we're focusing way too much on getting everything perfect in the little bit, completely missing the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Like, he's not real. <laughs> Racism does not exist because Santa's always white. Racism exists for a million other reasons, but that's not one of them. And I submit that by making a Santa of every race further um, entrenches racism races or just the yeah. class system yeah not classes and the race the race system system the race levels or whatever um, classification because then everybody just goes I identify with Chinese Santa I identify with Vietnamese Santa yeah I identify with South African Santa yeah that guy likes to party stupid. It's, it's dumb it's stupid because just identify He's with just Santa. a nice person. Focus on that. Don't yeah. focus on his skin color. He's a person who's giving. He's not real, all right? Yeah. He's a person who's He's giving. He does good things. The whole point is for you to be a good person throughout the year so Santa will give you gifts. Who gives a fuck what he looks like? <laughs> How about we stop worrying about everybody fucking looks looks like and start looking at their fucking character? Yeah. God damn, <laughs> man. Getting tired of these people, man. Yeah. It is so not where we need to Fucking be spending our energy. God damn. What are you going to do? <sighs> yeah. No, it's frustrating. Millennials are a fucking... At the same time, they are more conscious of yeah, struggles of people. and um, Yeah. I think there are some... It's the yin and the yang. There's yeah, always yeah. some good in the bad and vice yeah. versa. They are more socially conscious. They're going to teach your kids, hopefully, to be more inclusive of everybody else. But again... Maybe if we keep doing this Chinese Santa thing, yeah. maybe not. So we need to tread lightly and keep just living on our fucking computers. Yeah, not developing interpersonal. Go out there, talk to somebody. Fucking, fucking, uh, fly a kite. Why go out and fly a kite when you just take a pill, yeah. right? Why farm when you can play Farmville? Yeah. Grow the fuck up. Go out there. Get your hands dirty. Learn what real hard work Move feels like, and understand fight. that deep. Satisfaction of a real hard day's work and Not a good one. night's sleep, dude. I oh. I sell real estate on one side, and it is it's fun. I mean, but when you get done with a long day on the farm, you've been moving, you've been shagging pipe all day. Yeah, it's hot. You've had to chug water at the brink of dehydration. Like when you get your fifteen minute break, you don't even think about what the future looks like. You just you take each moment as it is, and once you get off of work. You sleep well at night. You yeah. look at yourself in the mirror like, you did some good work today. Yeah. So there is something very important to getting out and doing some shit. 
Agreed 100 Physical shit. Yeah, physical shits. Taking physical shits. <laughs> doing it all. Catch you after the break. Good time with bros here. Do you like to crush blues, smash chicks, raid your dick off, and live it up with your bros? Are you looking for the most testosterone-fueled accessory to go with your male romper and Sperry's? Well, listen up, Pledge. Behold, the bracelet. That's right. Finally, a bracelet for bros. Made in the greatest land on Earth, America. Crafted from either steel, leather, rope, recycled beer cans, or hemp for the hippie bros. Customized with your personal creed. Such as Frat Star, Swole, Frat Life, Chug, B is for Beer Pong, Go State, Brotherhood, Hell Week. Do you even lift, bro? P A R T Y, because I've got to. Bro up. The Broslet. Join a frat. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're here with the Good Time of Buds. And we are going to read some thank yous from our fans, some fan excited mail. Excited for this. I am excited. excited for this. Yeah, it's, uh, we haven't read these yet, so we're excited to share them with our audience, share them with you guys, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, let's go with the first one, Austin. Our first one comes from Lacey in Boulder, Colorado. And she writes, Dear Good Time and Buds, I run a small flower business and Mother's Day is coming up. When my boyfriend was at his office, he chose to buy flowers from... Someone in his office. Why would he do that? Okay, not a thank well, you, that's but I, not sub- a thank you. I suppose we can answer it. Kevin, that's what do you think? Not what the fan mail is meant to be for, but I guess we can answer this question. Uh, this question actually is very simple to answer. Very simple. So men's brains and females' brains do not work the same. No. A man's brain. If you told him the Sunday before Mother's Day, he's buying a woman's gift first of all. Something he has no. no idea. Yeah. And you tell him Mother's Day is next Sunday. Yeah. He will say in his brain, okay, I know that Mother's Day is next Sunday. I have a week to get a gift. I do not have to have a gift until Saturday. I will buy my gift on Saturday unless something hits me in the face and says, here's a gift here's for your, your mother. Mother's Day gift. I have solved all your problems. Yeah. Just buy this. And then our brain will click on and be like, yeah, good idea. Sign me You've up. You've got flowers. Shopping taken I'll care of. Flowers. I didn't even have to go to the it's store. It's only Tuesday. She's going to love it. Killing it this week. Yeah. And then in passing, we're excited. So we tell you, like, oh, I got my Mother's Day shopping out of the way. Yeah. And then you say, I run a flower shop. Why You're didn't like, you buy from me? And it's like, fuck. well, why didn't you try to fucking sell me flowers? Yeah. If you would have brought that to my attention. I would have bought it in a second. I absolutely would have done yeah. that because that's a great idea. Yeah. But you didn't bring it up. Somebody walked up to me, solved my problems. I said, perfect. It was a reasonable price for a reasonable amount of flowers. Knocked it out of the park. It's not a it's lack not of consideration. A, it's not a slight against you in any no, way. It's, it's just, just how our brains work. Yeah, it's like I've got a gift from my mom right here. That sounds like a great deal. It also helps, you know, maybe they're selling it for their, you know, uh, kid or something. Yeah, like it helps. Yeah, yeah, some sort of fundraiser helps them. I'm doing a great thing. I don't you have to don't go to the store. Think about, I don't have to yeah. put any thought into it. It just yeah. roses, flowers here, boom, buy them, taken care of. Yeah. Sunday, nailed it. Yeah. So I don't think it's anything against you. Probably just the, oppor- the opportunity arose. Opportunity arose. And he took it. it. Yeah, it has nothing to do with you, Lacey. Um, so I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. Remember, please, let's keep these two thank yous. Yes. 
Next next uh, letter comes to us from Colby from Moab, Utah. I was brought up in a religious sheltered household, but I'm starting to ask questions. Where am I going to find the answers? Well, again, again, not, not a, a thank you. Or not a thank you, but we will answer your question. And the answer is right here, brother. You're with a good time, buds. We've got the answers, and we're sharing them with you guys. Yeah. Um, start here. Start, start here. here. Um, um, do a little research on your own. That's what it comes down to. Um, is you have to, much like we mentioned with George Carlin, you just have to learn to question everything. Yeah. Not not to the point of you just don't believe anything ever, but you have yeah. to question it and then use your own intellect and instinct of, yeah. to figure out what the answer is. That's how you develop your read, own problem read and books. challenge solving skills. If you if you if you don't want to completely abandon religion, you can Which read is fine. If religious you don't want to, authors, fine. you can read scientific authors, you can deduce for yourself what you think is true. You can even I mean you can even Take parts of each if you want. If that's what yeah. makes you feel comfortable, just be you. Do whatever don't, you want to do. Yeah. But don't, just so excuse me, just ahead. just keep doing what you feel comfortable with and what comes naturally to you. The best way to figure out what you believe, read both sides of the story. Yeah. The biggest problem with, you know, sheltered religious households is it's built into you that you don't listen to the other side because they're going to try to sway you from your right path. Yeah. That is the wrong way to go through life. I'm saying it carte blanche. That's the wrong way to go through life if you want to develop healthy de- you know, decision-making skills for yeah. yourself. you got to read both sides, evaluate the evidence, go from there. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to know both sides? If you know both sides, you can argue from both sides, therefore come to a cohesive answer. If you only yeah. know one, you're only listening to the propaganda that your side is telling you about the other side. That does not make it accurate. Yeah. You're only hearing the positives of your side and the negatives of the other side. And you can't obviously come to a conclusion that way because you're obviously only looking at that from one angle. Yeah. So you just got to... Keep an open mind is keep an open number mind one. Be open and, to change. And, and look into what you want to look into, what you want answers to, and just try and find ways to... Yeah, Kobe. What interests you? Yeah. I mean, just try to make yourself the person that you want to be, and the rest will follow. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Start. When somebody tells you something, don't just take it as fact, whether it's a parent, a priest, or whatever. If somebody tells you something that instantly makes you think, hmm, I don't know about that, do Explore that thought. Yeah, explore, explore that, that thought. thought. Don't just take it at face value. Um, come up with some... Conclusions on your own. There's nothing sinful about having about doing thought experiments. No, and, and maybe sin's not even really a thing. Maybe it will. Maybe will it will reaffirm what you believe, and maybe it'll change your mind. But either way, that's a good thing. Yeah. Either way, you have more evidence than you had before to back what you believe, and that's always a good thing. Follow your own compass. You've got a built-in compass. You have to learn how to read it. Life, anything like this, is basically a map and a compass, and you just have to figure out how to navigate the landscape. And you'll do it more by reading everybody's opinions on how to do it. Yes. Again, Not just by one. Again, Colby, thank you for the letter. Let's try to keep these the thank yous. That'd be appreciated. Right, let's see, what do we got here? Next one. I thought we told you guys to keep the Drew Carey letters away. Is this Drew Carey? The Drew Carey? What do we say about his letters? We've been asking you guys to screen this, and we're getting tired of this shit. There's four of you. How can you not keep out all the Drew Carey letters? If Drew Carey wants to say something, he can say it to my goddamn face. God damn. Get this out of here. All right. All right. Fucking Drew Carey. Fucking. What else do we got? 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that. Our last letter comes to us from Latrell from Atlanta, Georgia. What's up, Latrell? Uh, this simply just says Jordan versus LeBron. Space Jam. Not too. a thank you. Uh, yeah. Not a thank you. Could but, not have been more clear on our website. Could not, could not have, have been, been more clear. clear. Um, but, but since we actually touched on this earlier, this is uh, the bait that I that I enjoy. Is this real life? I mean, yeah. that somebody um, writes in about this when we happen to be talking about it earlier. Fucking, yeah. Thank and you, Latrell. Thank you, Latrell from the ATL. We appreciate it. Um, I'm gonna have to go, just on basis of everything that I've seen, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. And I'm Space gonna, Jam I'm won. gonna say, I'm, I will, I will, I will gladly say that LeBron James is the second best basketball player I've ever seen. Yeah. But I will also say that that is debatable with Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson. It's debatable with a lot of other people. Yeah. To some people, to me, it's clear cut. He's the second. But to me, it's clear cut. That Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. Once you really establish that somebody's the greatest of all time, there's basically no way to dethrone them. No. There's no way you can be good enough at that level to be better than somebody enough for them to go, fuck Jordan. Yeah. LeBron. Yeah. That's not gonna no. that's just not the way it no. works. Once you've idolized somebody And especially with somebody that we have we have built up like Michael Jordan to the point where he's six and zero in finals. Yeah, one three took a year off, came back, won three more. Yeah, like all everything that we know about Jordan, you know, like yeah, he won them all with Pippen, and it took him a while to get there. But once he got there, he never lost. Yeah, and LeBron has got there, what like eight times? He's three and five now. Like yeah. you can't lose five times, and think that people are gonna think that you're better than a guy that's six and zero. Yeah. Like granted. He's been there two more times, but he's only been there two more times, and he's won half as much and lost five more times. Yeah. Like, that's not And good. they're resting players these days. Jordan oh. played with the flu, played the best game ever. Yeah, and they, Let's see LeBron it was do way that. more physical. Yeah. There was, it was way less just shooting threes. It was Back more, in the day when you just gave him the old razzle-dazzle. and defense, you razzle Got to give him the old razzle-dazzle. Forearm to the chin, beat the shit out of him. Yeah. That was good. I mean, that was, was more, blood guts. That was that was more technical basketball than yeah. dribbling down and shooting a long range. Well, three. and the game wasn't about the pageantry and no. the sponsors. It was about the game. It was about the Just game. The it was about game. Michael Jordan hitting the last second shots. Michael Jordan had a mentality that LeBron James will never have. Yeah. Le- Michael Jordan was not going to let you beat him on the court. Like, if you beat him, you were going to have to stop him and beat him. My- LeBron James, for if he wants to be the second or if he wants to be the best player ever, he can't pass the ball to players like Kyle Korver in the clutch moments of a game. You're LeBron James. You're the greatest. You're going to pass it to a role player who's been ice cold and expect him to make the shot for you? Yeah. No. You have to fucking shoot the ball, and you have to make it or miss it and live with the results. Yeah. And Jordan did that, and he just always made it. Part of the problem is LeBron can clearly see all the haters on Twitter yeah. that Jordan didn't have to Absolutely. deal with. There's a psychological Absolutely. toll that's being Absolutely. waged on LeBron. LeBron James has been in the spotlight since high school. Like yeah. Heavy criticism, heavy praise. Everything, highs, lows. Say what you want. That much negativity will oh, have effect absolutely. on a, such a mental and game like he's basketball. Never had, he's never had like a, a misstep in the public eye. Yeah. Ever. He's been clean cut, buttoned up, everything. Never had any controversial like outbreaks or anything. He's been a class act 100% of the time. But he's just not a better basketball player than Jordan. He's and not more skilled or more fluid or more, more poetic to watch than Jordan was. Yeah. And Will... Will Space Jam 2, just the movie, oh. at all be anything like it Space Jam? Be. It can't be. Looney Tunes, 
jump the shark with Looney Tunes back in action. Oh, yeah. Michael Jordan saved them in their heyday. Yeah, and I mean, it was panned by critics, but ask anybody of our generation, that movie defined much of the 90s. Much, that, yeah. I used his to watch shoes, that every time I went over to friends' house. His shoes defined the 90s. Yeah. His shoes still make billions in sales, and he hasn't played for like seven years. Yeah. Like, get out of town. Space, they'll never be able to, because Space Jam 1... Shit, he had such an like odd concept years. that you couldn't try to bring back. No, yeah, it, and Michael Jordan literally had to act in ninety percent of that movie with just green screen cartoon characters. Yeah, like there was not many other people in a majority of that movie. He doesn't have that same charisma that no. Jordan just no. has. Even, he's got charisma. I'll give it. He's to got him. charisma, but Jordan, but he doesn't is have the Jordan. polarizing yeah. figure that Jordan was. And that was just the height of those. You had the Quad City DJs doing, come on and slam. And welcome to, to the, the jam. jam. Yeah, no, that that was a once in a... I believe I could fly by R. Kelly. Get out of here. It was written for that movie. Get the fuck Get out the of fuck here. Get the fuck out of here. That's one of the greatest R&B songs ever. It was yeah. written for that movie. Yeah. But that was that was one of those things where it was right place, right time, right everything. It just came together. And Space Jam, you can't re-catch that fire. There's something about Space Jam 1 to me that feels absolutely timeless. Yeah. Seal doing uh, Fly Like an Eagle. It's such a spacey... I don't know. It it kicks ass. Yeah. It's such a good movie. And, and they show the him in the beginning when he's just a little kid shooting hoops. And they fucking steal the talent from the, from the NBA What a kick-ass like, concept. Like, it's goofy, good but... fucking Looney Tunes idea. Awesome. And they had more fun uh, superstars to watch back in the day. They had Muggsy yeah. Bogues. Charles Barkley. Patrick Dan Ewing. Robinson. Fuck, oh, Fucking dude. white guy, what's his name? Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley. Super tall, skinny, like yeah. alien-looking motherfucker. Yeah. That, um, so, like, take the win on Space Jam 1. Do not try to do it Don't. again. I Especially get if you're LeBron. Yeah. How can LeBron think that he's going to make... Why would you tarnish your brand that way? Or also the movie Like Mike. Yeah. They tried to do that again with KD, and it was fucking garbage. Stupid. It was garbage. Yeah. yeah. But like Michael Lil Bow Wow, that's you a stick with You stick with film. Michael Jordan. That's what it comes down yeah. to. You stick with Michael Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan, goat, hands down. Thank you, Latrell. Next time, let's try to keep those to thank yous. Absolutely. Um, that was fun, but not what that was intended for. Uh, keep it crispy. We'll see you after the break. Gamma Tau Beta presents our annual spring shindig, The Birds and the Bees. Gentlemen, get your stingers ready, because these chicks are looking to get stung. We've got live music. Our special concoction, a Gamma go-to, The Patriot. Watermelon soaked in Bacardi and Everclear. Are you ready to get fucked up? Didn't come here to drink? Don't worry, we've got plenty of other intoxicants for you. You want to take it to the next level? Fuck bitches, get money, and the whole world can suck your goddamn dick. You wanna know why? Cause you're a Gamma Tau Beta. The birds and the bees. It's a recipe for getting a fuck on. Join a frat. What's that? Oh, the lights on? What's that? Oh, oh. (coughs) Hey, ladies and gentlemen. You were back with the good time buds. What's up? Snuck in the back door on us, huh? Second topic. That, uh, that's not very professional. 
no. We are going to talk now about some supernatural shit. How about that? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. I love supernatural stuff. I love stuff that can't be proven nor rejected. Yeah, because there's... It can't be proven or disproven. Yeah. Because there's different accounts by everyone. There's a lot. The, The thing that, just as a general thing about just ghouls and goblins and... Just general ghouls and goblins, what dark mischievery. Yeah, correct. Um, there's so many stories that it just seems like at least one of them's got to be real. Real, something has like, to have happened. What's got to be real, right? Something has to have happened. Yeah, like there's obviously a lot of mistaken identity. Obviously, like great horned owls are a big people mistake a lot of great horned owls for aliens because they've got yellow eyes and they look kind of weird. Yeah, big or like I mean, there easily could be. A bear standing up, scratching a tree, looking like a Bigfoot. Yeah. Or, you know... Making weird noises. Yeah. Just something... Something that you see... I mean, I guess Bigfoot's not supernatural, but I fucking love Bigfoot. They still loop... They still lump him in. Yeah. I love Bigfoot. Yeah. Loch Ness Monster. He's one of... I love... I love all things that, again, yeah, can't be proven or disproven. Make you question. Yeah. Yeah, It's fun. But, like, ghosts... Ghosts are a big one. Yeah. Because a lot of people claim to see ghosts and a ghost is such an easy idea to wrap your head around yeah when someone dies they leave behind a spirit and sometimes that spirit doesn't go anywhere so it just kind of hangs around or theoretically is it somebody in an alternate dimension briefly making an appearance in yours alright well fuck you because now that really makes me believe in ghosts a lot more (laughs) never have I ever never heard that one never have I ever had that thought yeah that is fucking that crazy. That kind of makes sense, doesn't like, it? Like, yeah, like, you like just... Like, somehow you get a quick overlap and, like, what the fuck? Yeah, why were you just here? But then, but then like, but then maybe maybe in some houses or some areas, that's that more That line's frequent. a little more... That's more frequent. Yeah. That's a little closer. Interesting. Now that... Now we've got a movie on our hands. Now, now we're talking. Now we've got a movie yeah. we can write. So, that has been almost... That has been one of the more convincing arguments for that, me yeah. to be like, no. well, maybe. That is interesting. Yeah. Especially with, like, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, that kind of whole, that whole, like, wave that that brought yeah. for while it was out, you know? Yeah. New ones like coming out it, on, yeah, on Halloween. Exactly. Yeah. Like, fuck, dude. That, everyone's excited about that. Yeah. It's a great concept. But, like, that easily, like, theoretically, that easily could be a real thing. Yeah. Not probably to that degree. No. I mean, I, I probably didn't get a hundred percent. I don't fucking know. But, yeah. I mean, that easily, like, maybe ghosts are people breaking through the dimension real quick and, like, trying to... Maybe they are trying to communicate something. Like, have you ever seen Interstellar? No. He, like, goes... I, I'm gonna make this sound elementary and right. probably ridiculous. All right. But I'm gonna explain my interpretation a good time it. with a good time and butt. He goes through a wormhole. Uh-huh. Where he can bend time. All right. And he goes back in time to like when his daughter was younger, and keeps leaving her messages. But that happens at the beginning of the movie, and you have no idea what the fuck is going on. But then at the end of the movie, he goes, he figures out whatever he was trying to figure out, and he like sending her messages, letting her know that he's fine. God damn you, McConaughey. But, dude, that's a great movie. It's a real mind fuck. You gotta watch it right. a couple times. Alright. I mean, it's not really a mind fuck, but it's... It's, um... It's very, trippy. Yeah. It's, it's fucking interesting. Yeah. But, um... Anyways... That 
like you could cross dimensions that way yeah. and be trying to communicate with someone and just like have a have a brief moment where you can like get into that dimension and try and like say something or see something and it just like if you're there at that right time and you see that that's a fucking ghost the odds of it being possible are just as likely as the odds of it being bullshit and I'll tell you why I mean yeah I would imagine nothing about it, about our existence really makes sense if you really if you really step back yeah you gotta step back you gotta step but, way back but, but ultimately it's still you got nothing you got nothing and so it's just as likely that there's just this thing that happens once in a while that does exist and it just happens to some people and there's no way to prove it because it's just another dimension and once in a while it shows up. Yeah. And it makes sense for haunted houses because or like woods or whatever. It's just like, well, you know, it's a little more... There's a portal or something it's, there. The line's just a little more transparent Or like here. when that girl from that car ride that we talked about earlier where she went through that town. Yeah. Like maybe that was her going, being a ghost in another fucking... Because that was her town, but with a few things but tweaked. Yeah, and she went through a fucking portal or something and had to get back out of there. So let's revisit the idea. Unless you no, finish what you were gonna say. <coughs> I think that was it. So let's revisit the idea that that is possible. That means we have reopened the door to the chance that we could get stuck in an alternate reality where things are worse. That's scary. Yeah, I don't really think that that's gonna happen. I don't think it will either. But the idea of it, if this one thing is possible, you know, could that other thing theoretically be possible? Even the idea is just frightening. Yeah. But it's also fucking just trippy to think about. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's my opinion on ghosts. I don't know if they're real or not, but the idea... Have you ever seen or, like, experienced anything? Dude, I feel like I just convinced myself that I saw something. I think it was basically group paranoia. But when I was, like, uh, I was probably... No, we, we were able to drive, so we were dumb. Um, to believe in this at 15 well okay so maybe it's real 15 or 16 somebody was able to drive we went out to the Shelburne's abandoned house house where allegedly it was haunted which again could have just tricked a trigger in our brains to where we all are kind of looking for something because we're we're young we're looking to have a good time let's go get scared yeah (laughs) and I swear to you as good as my memory serves me when we all got in the vehicle to leave, we all looked up in the top window. There's just that one single window. Like it's a two-story. To leave the house, we were in the vehicle about to pull out. Uh, you know, it was creepy inside. We walked pretty much all around. Was it empty? Yeah, but it had a lot of storage in it and old newspapers. And yeah, but like nobody lived there. No, 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 no definitely not. Um, and You know, we looked everywhere. We get out. It's kind of creepy, but it's whatever. We get in the car, and again, a two-story house. There's just a single window up top. We all look up. And again, if my memory serves me, we all saw the same thing. Basically yelled out, do you guys see? And then we all mentioned basically the same idea at the same time. To where we're like, holy shit, are we all seeing the same thing? And it was a little girl. She was looking out from the window. Vague. But everybody in the car went... Yeah, I could see it. And then we drove back and forth in the car going, yeah, it's definitely looking at us. And then we drove away. And I don't know if it's just weird memory 
But as that far as weird. I remember it, everybody was like, yeah, I totally see it. Who and we was all, there? It was me, Tyler, Jeff Maddox, uh, maybe a couple other people. See, that's rough because your only reference point is Farmer. Because yeah. we don't talk to Jeff Maddox anymore. I know. I probably shouldn't say his name, but fuck him. Yeah. Um, but Tyler, yeah, no, because he, he's just going to agree with it. He's just going to agree with Regardless, it. Regardless, because he wants another story. It's really clear in my mind. I remember the entire thing, but I just don't know how much of it is. Who was driving? Huh? Who was driving? I think it was Jeff. Oh, that's weird. Because Jeff used to live with them, huh? Yeah. I forgot about that. during that summer, so Harrison was probably there. Yeah. Maybe Devin? No, I don't think so. But... Uh, McCord McCord might have been there that sounds about right but uh but dude, yeah see like that I want something like that to happen to me I really do like I look for it but I don't I but should. I don't know if it's real I don't I don't necessarily cling to that like I think ghosts exist I don't well, know what you I don't think have about to. it well, but you don't have to that's true I don't even have that though. it's a fun story I just have absolutely I, I, I do claim that it happens sort of I just have no belief because I've never seen anything that has ever made me think that maybe there are. Which is just as valid as anybody else's but opinion. But I also <laughs> want to believe, so I have convinced myself that I can see something, so I look for things. It's a, like, fu- it's a fun yeah. way to go through life. Why not yeah. Why not believe in a little more impossible things? Yeah. Because they are just as likely as what's happening right now. Yeah. So I look for ghosts and I look for things <coughs> to like kind of make you like... Oh, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Like, I want magic to be real pretty bad. I love going to magic shows. Magicians. Or circuses. Yeah. Or it just, like, makes you like, whoa, that's fucking... That guy can do something pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And it just... But ghosts, I... I've never seen one, so I don't know. And I can't claim to have seen one because I just... It's such a... I believe with all my might that that's what I saw, but I just can't corroborate it with myself. I have heard people tell me, I've heard multiple people tell me stories of how, like, a little kid went upstairs, saw an old person, described what they always wore. That's the one that freaks me out, is the kids. They've never met that person, but, like... That could just be a story. Yeah. But... Those ones freak me out because kids have no biases. Yeah, they have no reason to lie or anything. Yeah, I mean, they have good imaginations, but to describe certain specific things, granted, if these stories even are real, but if for that to happen... Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And that's why I... Am, I have... Open to believing? That Yeah, ghosts. that's why... Open to believing in anything. Like, anything could be... What it is, or or what it's not. Uh, I so people, why not? I know people that like don't like open doors in their house. Interesting. Like if there's a room that's not being used, they have the door closed. It'll be fun to think about while I'm packing up tonight. Well, it's just <laughs> it's just weird. Like, no, yeah, I mean, who ca- like who cares? Yeah. Unless you like don't feel safe. I don't have any fear of them. I don't either. I kind of do. I don't think they can hurt you. I don't think it can I don't think they, they can, can either. You. It can scare the fucking shit out of you. Yeah, I just don't like being... Yeah. I don't want a big jump scare. No, I don't either. I would fucking... I I, I, like, I, what happens after... I keep my 270 by my bed. <laughs> it's like, what happens after yeah. you see... A, like, think about this. You see a big nasty spider. Yeah. And it scurries away. 
and you you don't want to sleep in your room. No. What if you see a fucking ghost in your room? That's and it. Then it We're scurries moving. away. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It just like leaves all of a sudden. Now that's gonna fuck you up for months. Months. Years you'll, maybe. Well, it'll be. You'll remember it probably like a dream, because it's so unnatural that over time you'd begin to go, maybe I was dreaming. Yeah. Maybe and you just start to speculate on why that happened. You'd still be stuck with the memory of it though. Good fucking luck. Well, we went to Ebenezer's a lot when we were younger. Yeah. Uh, that haunted cemetery out by yeah our fucking place, and like it's all it was always spooky, and it was always scary. Like yeah. it was always you always felt eerie going there, but nothing ever happened there. No. And then once they put up like plastic trash cans and stuff, it just like it wasn't scary at really all. They took anymore. away all the mystique. Yeah. But, like, while it was a spooky, like, eerie, weird yeah. place with, like, the crazy guy that lived across the street and everything. Yeah. Like, fucking threatening to shoot at people. But it was just, like, weird, but no, I I never, like, couldn't go in there. But you want to be a part of... But I wanted if, to go If it's going to go yeah, down, you want to be there. I wanted to go there. see what was going on. Yeah. We went to the cemetery mm. up in Lafayette. Yeah. Fucking, it was spooky, but it's just like being in a cemetery. Fucking one of our buddies said that they like hung a witch there or something. Yeah, I heard that she'll chase you through the cemetery. Yeah, but... I haven't experienced it myself. I haven't either, so I don't know, but like I'm... At the same time, I don't really want to spend the night out there. I would love to go on like a house, like a... Like, what, like I see those memes all the time of like, this house is this haunted would you stay there for a night for $500,000 or whatever $500,000 yeah. fuck yeah like I stay in that house for free if you let me like and it was like coat like furnished I would fucking stay if there. it was unfurnished it'd be pretty creepy well it would be uncomfortable yeah you would not be able to fall asleep in a house in an unfurnished house with creepy. oh no do you sleep in a bed in a haunted house would you hmm? sleep in a bed in a haunted house I don't know, because I'm going to throw this at you. I heard about this prison where they had uh, this big riot, right? This is a true story. They had a big riot, and they had some atheist or some skeptic or whatever. They go, this place is haunted. He's like, no, it's not. So they made him that deal to go in there for a night, come back out, see what happens. So he did it. He comes out. Say, um, did you see anything? And all he said was, I can't talk about it. That's all he said. Gave nothing else. But he said, I can't talk about it. See, dude, that's fucking weird. That shit. Holy. That. What but, the fuck? Yeah, but he also could have just done that to get fucking attention. He definitely could have. He could have not saw anything and just said, I can't talk about it. And then he doesn't have to talk about it. He doesn't have to debunk that it's haunted. He always keeps the drama going. It just fair, fair. But, but it's I, not that. It's not fun though. I yeah, that's not fun. But that's how I think about it. Like that's not fun. Yeah, it's not the fun way to think about it. Yeah. But like I have to, I have to conv- I have to try to convince myself that I believe it if I want to believe it. Yeah, me too. I can't just like believe it wholeheartedly. Which no, it sucks. has to. It has to manifest itself in some way to make you go <laughs> alright yeah what the fuck was that yeah yeah but it's tough what about uh, 
Things like possessions, demons, angels. What do you think? I don't think I don't think angels are real, and I don't. I, I think demons are. Here's the problem. I think demons are humans. Yeah. Like I think they just. I, I think a demon seed. is just a shitty human. Yeah. Like every species has to have shitty members of it. Every species yeah. has to, and humans is no different. That's true. There are uh, maybe we just let them get farther along. There's a maybe, lot of dis- maybe nature has its way of thinning them out that we don't have anymore. Well, and it, there's always the chance that there's so there's what we can perceive. There's always the chance that there's a thousand other things going on around us that we have no idea about. Yeah, just because we have no ability to perceive them. Yeah, and so I'm not too quick to jump to any concrete conclusions on it, and it's obviously. A lot of the stuff that was done in the name of possessions back in the day was just people having seizures, people having some sort of head trauma, yeah, any number they, of things. Yeah, like literally they couldn't explain a seizure or yeah. a heart attack. Yeah, they didn't know what that was. Did, yeah. That's that's a that's a devil or well, that's a whatever it is. And then most of the time they probably die, so... So I think a lot of that's that. But I have family members who claim to have been a part of these things. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be too detailed... But they have claimed to raise the dead. Yeah. And so, what do you say to that? I don't know. What do you say to that? Like, unless I... Because like, I I, I'll tell you this. I went to Haiti, the voodoo capital of the world. And I had to pray for a lot of people. I saw no discernible change. <laughs> what I saw was a bunch of people getting really excited... Because a bunch of people showed up, spreading some love, which is good. I mean, we did yeah. good things while we were there. But, like, getting hyped up on the hype and, you know, being like, oh, my leg feels better, but then tomorrow it's back to whatever. And, uh, again, voodoo capital of the world, I saw nothing of that sort. We went into all sorts of hutches and shit. So none of that. And then... We had a charismatic preacher with us. Oh, God. And he was all about That just, would have drove me fucking it was crazy. crazy. It was crazy. He was all about, like, invoking the spirit, healing people and fucking smacking them on the head and be healed and doing all this shit. And I'll tell you this. I didn't see anything. And so I was with a group of, like, uh, 12 other people, 13, 14 other people, all super great, super nice, very... People I really liked. But, however, (laughs) when this preacher guy would come up and he would pray for each person before we'd go out and we'd go do our thing, and uh, I want to point out that I do not uh, believe in this kind of shit at all. (laughs) Like, again, I'm open to a lot of things, but the specific brand that they're doing here... I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, although, there is a chance that um, instead of actually invoking the spirit, they send out such immense vibes <laughs> that it just rattles their diseases away. Yeah. So, again, not opposed to anything here. I'm, But, <laughs> so we, he had us all line up. He would touch their heads, he would pray, he would say some stuff, he'd kind of shake them a little bit, and then he'd go, ha! Ah! And then everybody, to one degree or another, had to be caught by other people behind them. 
losing themselves in the love. People in the church or in the group? People, everybody that I'm, literally every other person in my group. But you? But me. I will admit, there were incredibly good vibes around. Everybody was in a good mood. They were all laughing. It made you laugh along. Like, it was very, it was not joyful. bad at all. It was all. joyful? It was not, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't negative at all. It was very joyful. It was. I really enjoyed the pro. It was interesting to watch. But anyways, so he touched their head, dropped them to the ground. They like start shaking or just like crying, laughing, crying. It it was insane. This I could tell you happened. They were all doing this shit, and I, they kept me to the last because they did this every single day, and everybody's reactions were similar to the day before, except mine. And at, and at the time, I was trying to believe in this shit wholeheartedly. I was like, fuck yeah, sign me up. I want it. This seems awesome. Let me get a bit of that. Every, every night at the end of the thing, nothing. I go, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> and with each successive night, it shaped me a little harder. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not working, guys. And then on the last night, they're all like, Tonight's the night, man. You're going to experience what we've been experiencing. I'm like, fuck yeah. Looks like you guys are having a good time. Still not kind of, still not buying it. <laughs> Everybody down the line, and this night's the best night of all. Everybody's just losing Top themselves of their game. on the ground. It's just like, Top of their game. heaven is now. Again, sweetest people. I think it was totally genuine to some degree. And I'm happy they enjoyed it. Nice people. But when he grabbed me and would not stop shaking me, I eventually just kind of, all right, nothing again, man. But I appreciate the good vibes because, again, it was uh, fun. Did, did people like get mad at you or like how did they react to that? Well, they just react with, well, God has his own timing. Oh, God. So, but again... I've never heard that story in great, that much detail. Yeah, great people. Ah. Great people. Love them all. Um, but it just it didn't hit me. And so I still haven't seen any evidence for myself. I've seen a lot of people get lost in a moment that, for all we know, maybe they're on to something. But I did not get that message. Yeah. What do you think about Ouija boards? See? And there you go. And witches and warlocks. And yeah, I'll... All the ones that, like, create, like, dark magic. Let's just group them all into dark magic. We've got psych... Not psychics. psychics. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. We've got witches, warlocks, voodoo, and Ouija boards. I've already mentioned voodoo. Yeah. But Ouija boards, across the board, it's like, do not fuck with those things. I want to so bad, but, like... Because I don't believe... I don't believe that that... The fucked up thing is, is you have to play with someone else... I don't not believe it enough to want to. Me either. Me either. That's what it comes down to. I don't want to open up a... I believe that as much happens as you want to believe, basically. But I could be 100% wrong. <laughs> but at least you're open to that. Yeah. At least you're open to the idea that you might be wrong instead of just, I'm that, definitely right. That's why I'm... That's why just like... If there's something out there that's going to do it, that's considered to be just evil... Why? 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 So, and then witches and warlocks, it's probably just like any other religion. 
It's a little more spells and potions. Isn't that like alchemy and stuff like that? Yeah, I know nothing about it. I'm completely just using it like it's a cartoon. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I... Yeah. That is completely I picture irresponsible of me, ladies and gentlemen. I picture a cartoon... I picture a cartoon. Yeah, I know it's like a more like a real practice. But I think it's probably rooted in some good philosophy, I would bet you. Probably medicine. Yeah. It was probably people brewing medicine. They're like, oh, they're yeah. the witches. So <laughs> Healing people and putting spells on people. It all comes... All I know is the human Dude, mind is think capable... Think about like the first bitter old bitch that learned that she could poison people and kill them. Yeah. You think she didn't take advantage of that? And people started to see a trend... And yeah. label her a witch. Yeah. Because she found out what makes you better and what makes you sicker. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that's easily something that... I mean, I don't know where the start of witches... I don't know if anybody knows where the start of witches comes from. But I mean, I bet it's something along those lines. Because, dude, if you think about it, we always, like... The first people to think differently are the first people to make uh, progress... So whenever they first start thinking differently, everyone just mocks them. Yeah. And looks down upon them to try to make themselves feel better. Yeah. So easily someone you define that, by You define yourself by what you're not. Exactly. And so easily the first people to come up with like medicine and stuff, they could just look down on them because they think they're better than you. Yeah. Because they created medicine. So they call them witches and warlocks and fucking just shame them basically. Yeah. But I don't think that like witches that like Harry Potter, I don't think that. No. Not like Harry Potter, but like witches like... Alakazam. Yeah. Bewitched. Yeah. Like those kind of witches. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Hell fucking yeah, dude. I can't think about that. I was going to say something about witches and then I forgot. Dude, I can't think about that Shazam movie without thinking about the Sinbad. Sinbad correlation. That I don't think is real, but I can't help but think about it. Again, shift in dimensions probably. A weird one. Probably. A weird one. There's some weird shit like that out there. Um, and then what about, like, uh, psychics? Dude, like, the people that perform in the big auditoriums are fucking that's bullshit. a joke, yeah. obviously. Like, that's obviously a joke. I don't know what a palm reader, I don't know, mm-hmm. I assume they're a joke, but I've never gone to one, so I don't know actually what they say. I would kind of actually like to go to a fucking psychic. That would be kind of interesting just yeah. to see what they have to say. Yeah. But I feel like I if I feel like it would trip me out. But I know that they're only gonna say something positive because they want you to keep fucking coming back. Obviously. So it would just be a great confidence boost. Yeah. But yeah, they're not gonna give you. It, a, that's all it would be. Yeah. Unless they try to scare you into coming back. But if they told me any bad news, I'm not fucking going back there. But they also have those guys that can prove that they're not magic by just reading all of the little things about you that you don't notice that you do and determining things based on that that yeah. seems essentially like magic but they do it to prove that it's not magic yeah so there's a there could be a lot of that going on um that's got to have some sort of rich tradition yeah just deception yeah yeah dude i heard about there's some new um documentary on netflix it's called the imposter and it's like a documentary slash part reenactment with like pretty good effects I guess um, of this guy who lived with a family and then basically disappeared for three years returned as Francois some shit a master con artist sounds pretty interesting disappeared for how long? three years uh, ended up in Italy what was he before he left? 
a family man. And then he just became a fucking. He was that the whole time. Oh really? He was. He is Francois, and he was just a family man for a while. Again, this is what I read from a Wikipedia entry. Have not read it. I have not seen it yet. That sounds that, good, right? Yeah. That sounds like the tits. That sounds like the tits. Yeah, the one that I, <laughs> the one that I am pretty actually scared to watch legitimately is the nightmare, which is the sleep paralysis one, where they do oh. it. They take people's nightmares. And make a visual representation of it. And that does not sound fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, if we all got really high, but since uh, I live alone... I would I would watch that alone. Is it on there right now? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch that. Let me know how it is. Yeah. That will be fucking trippy as fuck. Yeah. I don't mind having nightmares, though. I don't have them that often. And it kind of fucking, like... you. I wake up, like, rejuvenated, kind of. Like, it's weird. Because I don't have... I rarely have nightmares. Like, maybe... Uh, yeah, like, I rarely have nightmares. Maybe, like, fucking three a year where I have a really bad nightmare. And so, I kind of... My, my worst nightmares are the whisper to a scream. Yeah, the whisper to a scream ones are the worst, dude. Okay, which... Okay, let's let's open the book on this topic for yeah. a second. Kevin and I... We're just driving. We're just driving. And we somehow came to the conclusion that we have the exact same nightmare. Yeah. Which is something speaking quietly that just really quickly turns into an all-out scream. While you're walking yeah. over boards yeah. or walking on beams. Yeah, getting closer to something. Nothing. Yeah. Getting closer to something as it just starts screaming. Oof. And we were both just like, wait, you have that dream too? And it was fucking weird. Yeah, so there's a little weird. That's a weird that's thing. That's pretty weird. Yeah. I mean, we live Dude, in the same was, town, but you and I grew up pretty differently. Yeah. And so there's not that, I don't think there's Dude, that collective younger, upbringing that would create something like that. When I was younger, I remember it very vividly as a Simpsons, it was Homer Simpson uh-huh. walking on the balance beams. And like, I was like yelling at him. And then, and then ever since then, ever since then, it has been reversed. And I was on the beams with someone yelling at me. Yeah, um, I don't want I'm, the easiest person to fool is yourself. But I want to say so bad that that's exactly, well, like, or, or almost exactly. But I feel like Homer Simpson <laughs> was involved. No joke. Yeah. But I again, dude, I could maybe, be completely fooling well, myself. Dude, there, it we it easily could be something referencing The Simpsons. Yeah. That we both saw in an episode that correlates with a bad memory. And we both just have a nightmare from that. That's crazy. Like that easily can I be I get it thing. during the days sometimes. Yeah. Like, if I get in like a really quiet room and I just have to be in the right or wrong mood. And it just starts kind of building the It's relentless. It keeps building and just going away. Building you know, and going away. Yeah. Those are not good days. No. I, like that's a bad hour for me. Yeah. Because it, just it a takes fucking, a little while to like shake it. You need a fucking edible or something. Just to have something. Fucking, I wish edibles were instantaneous. Yeah. That would be some supernatural shit. That. (laughs) Fuck. And then uh, lastly, um, divine intervention. I say no. I say no. That's weird to me. I don't say no because I feel like sometimes things line up. You always say, whenever we go on trips, you always say, oh, if we had done this thing different, this never would have happened. You always say that. Yeah. And that's divine intervention. Yeah. That is, if things don't go specifically right, 
this like we don't get the acid last fucking minute. Yeah. Before we go to Detroit, we're not panicking. We're not all freaking out, right. and then all of a sudden, it's like rest of the way there, we're good. God damn it! Like if everything You're doesn't right. go the exact same way, then everything's different. That's divine intervention to me. And I think well, that, and that like when you look back on your life, you can see how it has the basic same arc as almost everybody else on the planet. Yeah. Your highs, your lows. This happens so you can learn this lesson to become this. Yeah. That happens all the time and so it's like, yeah everybody it's a journey for everybody there's no like no like one ever stays highs, the exact same certain highs may be higher and certain lows may be lower but everyone has highs and lows that that teach you something yeah or that are meant to teach you something and whether you fucking take the lesson or not is irrelevant but like everyone has the same trajectory through human life yeah so that shows you that there's something out there that's keeping us all together yeah it's I feel like those are starting probably getting pretty close to split though like I think our lives I think I think that with the way that the money is distribute, distributed right now I feel like honestly the ways of life between the rich and the poor there's not we're gonna weed out the middle class and you're gonna be rich or you're gonna be poor and you're gonna be or you're gonna be just barely getting by yeah and that's not how a country prospers, but that's how civilizations probably get torn down and rebuilt. Yeah. It's all the exact same cycle. Yeah. And for all we know, we're nearing the tip of it. Exactly. <laughs> Every day, I could be the one. Well, yeah, it's just like, because... Why do we think this is necessarily going to continue? What? Yeah, that's so arrogant. Everything is completely nothing- preposterous. <laughs> to have began. Yeah. Everything is... There's complete chance that it could happen right now. Yeah. I mean, anything of, like... Like, we think that we... We think we have control over things. Yeah. We think that we couldn't be wiped out in one we instant. We can't control the weather. Yeah. It could fucking... Yeah. It's just start raining for 40 years tomorrow. Yeah. And no one's gonna build an ark in these... We can go into fucking... some ultra ice age. The sun could just burn out. Yeah. And that's... We have... There you go. And we just think that we fucking control everything. Yeah. God. It's a... And we think that what we've got right now is going to go on forever without establishing world peace or without fucking saving... Like, they scrap the funds for those whales. Like, without doing shit like that, without taking care of the earth, we're not going to last forever. Yeah. And people just think that we can do whatever the fuck we want. People just don't think enough about how... All of this is so recent. And it's so rare. Like, we haven't found life. For religious people, that should be all the reason they need to not vote Republican on economic, um, environmental issues. Yeah. Because Republicans don't give a shit about the one earth that, uh, apparently the one earth that we can live on, the one earth where God put life and we're just ruining it. Yeah. Instead of just like... uh, the, The way that the other people think... Is far more you like trash. Like there's a billion planets. They all probably have life. We just can barely find yeah. any. And they're People the ones that want to get to Mars. And they're the ones that want to conserve our planet. Yeah. Even though there's a billion out there like it, but like, this is our planet. Like we have to conserve it, or it's not gonna last forever. Yeah. And the other people just do not give a shit about it. We also know nothing about most of our planet. Ninety five percent of the ocean is un is. Unexplored. Un- unexplored. Yeah. We don't even know what we're living on 
we don't know what's in the fucking core. Like, we have very high educated guesses, sure. I would imagine, but there's no way to know for sure because you can't drill down there. And we're Dude. just floating here, subject to going in the Tord Meteor stream, which apparently we're approaching. Yeah, and we're just fucking orbiting around a giant ball of gas that we just happen to get stuck in somehow. Yeah. Like, if you if you think about how thinking fragile, that this is all there is, but for the longest time we've always thought this is all there is, and it's slowly grown. If you think Who knows? in that, if you think in that fragile mindset, the Earth seems like such a much more valuable place. Yeah, but it shouldn't. If what you believe is this is the only place with life. Yeah, I created life nowhere else. I gave you guys this. Like I'll always take care of you. I'll always take care of it. Well, no, yeah. he won't, because he's not right now. And yeah. you guys are not helping. I get that life has to progress, but, and I, that's great, but all we've got is the rock, the big rock we're all living on, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And each other. So, yeah. We, again, we could explore space together. Yeah. Or we could just keep fighting about whether some Maybe. gay kid could use a trans bath or. Some Women's person could use a trans yeah. bathroom or whatever the whatever the subject is. Just let everybody do what you want as long as it doesn't infringe on the freedoms of somebody else. Yeah. And let's all go check out space together. I'll bring the beer. Yeah. Tell the good, the good time and buzz are coming. And I think we've got a recipe for a good time. For a good time. We'll see you after the break. Gentlemen, pledges, welcome to your initiation night. Congratulations, you're about to take a step that will define the next four years as well as the rest of your life. Repeat after me the Gamma Tau Beta Creed. The more we work, the more we make. The more we make, the more we live. Then, step forward and take a hit from the ceremonial pipe. Take a shot. Rail a line and exhale the smoke. The more we work, the more we make, the more we make, the more we live. Gentlemen, welcome to the Brotherhood of Gamma Tau Beta. Vegas, part three. Leaving Las Vegas. Well, the story starts when... It ends with Taylor. Well, it ends with Taylor. It ends with her leaving. And then we finally go to bed. You finally snuck back in the room. Well, yeah, eventually. And then we all went to bed. But it... it, Oh, you guys showed up fucked up. Yeah, obviously. That's right. It starts... Were you waiting with me out on the curb or was Fluff waiting with me out on the curb? When you guys... The next morning? Yeah, when some... Uh, I went to get the car because so, I was okay, driving. Okay, so you, Harrison, and Ian went to get the car. Yeah. And me and Fluff, I think, were waiting. And you guys just, like, picked us up before we really even had any idea what was going on. Yeah. And we were just in the car, like, ready to go. we all were on, like, what? 
three hours of sleep max. 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 You had a vibe. You railed the vibe. I I got the vibe vans because uh, I volunteered to drive the way home. Yeah. So you railed that. The rest of us were still just going yeah. somehow. We were fucking. We stopped at that McDonald's right before we left town. Yeah. We got everything we needed, food and gas, and then we just fucking started driving. Put on a lot of Cheryl Crow. Yeah. But yeah, we played a lot of. Cheryl Crow is a good. Um, desert. She's like a female eagles. And, yeah. In that yeah. she really evokes that Southern California desert feel, which yeah. is one of my favorite. Um, sort of mental visuals that I get from certain types of music. Yeah. I, I get I it from Dirk shit. Bentley yeah. on uh, some of his songs. Yeah. He can have that sound when he wants. Yeah. Every, uh, fucking... Billy Currington can too. Yeah. But, but Cheryl Crow and the Cheryl Eagles Cheryl Crow and the Eagles that. always, like, it yeah. just gives you that good time and feeling. And we're... And so we start driving home. Yeah. And, f- I mean, fuck. How long were we in Nevada for? It wasn't like... Wasn't about like nine of the hours. Did we go through Reno on the way back? Yeah, we stopped at that same at Reno, which is only halfway between Vegas and us. It, yeah, but it took us like took us longer than the way there. It seemed, dude. The ride home took forever. And yeah, we didn't stop. Like on the way there, we stopped for a bunch of shit, and we were anticipating it, but it flew by. Yeah, the ride home was just a lot of. The ride home was still cool though because we were. Because we, we, we arrived drove. in at the, at night, and, we and so on the drive back, we got to see what it all really looked like, yeah. and it, it's fucking sick out there. Yeah, it was cool. Stopped quite a few times. We stopped at the fireworks stand. Yeah. Got the fu- Harrison bought like $60 worth of fireworks. We heard that we missed a brothel. Yeah, we missed the world's most famous brothel. What's it called? I don't remember. Jakey's Pizza? Um, yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, I think. But, um, we yeah, we missed that. But we stopped at Reno... And um, got gas or went to the store or something. Yeah. Because we got out of that same parking lot. We smoked a cigarette and pissed it on the way in. Yeah. And then... um, And everybody's in pretty good spirits. It's still the good time to buzz. We all won. Yeah, we're all comeback winners. Kevin and Fluff especially. I don't know how we We got our hotel paid for. I don't know how we didn't fall asleep because we were fucking doing dabs in the car and shit. Yeah. Like while we were driving down the freeway we were all doing dabs. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. And like we ate a bunch of food. We stopped at Dairy Queen. Like like it was such a... Dude, we stopped at Dairy Queen still like eight hours from home and it felt like we'd been driving the entire trip that it took to get there. Yeah. That Dairy Queen was not the fucking halfway point that it was. We made a hell of a sandwich though. Yeah, I wouldn't mean it was good as Dairy Queen. But, dude, that car ride was brutal. And you had to fucking drive pretty much the whole I drove pretty much the thing. whole way. But I wouldn't say it was brutal. It was still a ride with the boys. It was, but it was just long. Yeah, but we, we kept ourselves we entertained. Listen, we resorted. We, we uh, Again, we didn't listen, listen to any music. We fucking just... The real key was Mad Libs. Mad Libs, yeah. You just pull up some Mad Libs on your phone. And that was when we decided what bread... That was when we broke down every single person's type by category. Yeah. Of just anything we could think of. And what's interesting about breaking down people that way is by doing it with different types of shit, you slowly get closer. Everybody really gets to the core of what each person is about. Yeah, you go. You break down different... You break down every angle of the person... Yeah. And so you just really start to figure out what that person is to their core. And you start to really get an understanding of that person. 
but you're doing it with everybody and everybody's doing it to each other. So well, it's, it's just, simultaneously also a roast. Yeah, and it's fun. Yeah. And like you don't think about it at the time, but you think about it later. You're like, yeah, that's pretty weird that. Yeah. We fucking nailed that so specifically, but we do that with everything that there's a group of five of. It's fun. Yeah. If there's five, if there are, if there's five options, we will figure out what we are in that category. Yeah. It. You don't even it, music's just not as good. Most of the, t- uh, you know, when, eh, when, when, a good conver- when a good conversation is flowing, yeah. music's not better than that. No. Like, music is good, and it's... You learn about yourself when you talk to other people. Yeah, and have no music playing to yeah. distract you from anything. To where you just let the conversation continue and continue, to where you're deep in the rabbit hole with your buddies or whoever you're with. And you gotta get out somehow. Yeah. You gotta wiggle back out of whatever the fucked up hole you just went in you're getting like a real feel of like alright his outlook includes this fact that that's not true and I think it's pretty true yeah like that's gonna shape you know a difference between us and it's I love hearing other people's opinion on what it could be yeah Yeah. no it's that's not really to our point that we're trying to discuss here (laughs) oh it's a road trip it's a road trip but uh oh yeah it is I, uh, yeah. we don't, uh, I don't remember a lot from the ride home. It's all, that was pretty wired. It's all a fucking <laughs> blur, yeah. Yeah, we, we probably played a little more music on the way home. Well, I'm sure we did. But, but that's to be expected. But also, it was a sunny blue sky day, though. Yeah, it's a we nice got, classic drive home. We got back at nighttime. Yeah. So, fuck. we got back into Corvallis, and then I had to, then get into my car and drive an hour, an, another hour, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how. Immediately. Because you had to work the next day. Yeah. And we got back at like 2 in the morning or something. Yeah. Fuck. Hell of a trip, though. Hell of a trip. One of the best fucking trips I've ever had. And uh, I, I'm definitely open to going again. Yeah. Well, the boys need to get on a plane together. Yeah. Because me, you, and Russ caused some debauchery on a plane. San Diego. San Diego. But yeah, we need to get on. We need to fly somewhere like yeah. Mexico, somewhere where we can cuss. Somewhere where we can uh, get some drinks at the bar beforehand, a couple whiskey and cokes on the flight. Yeah, get there feeling good. Yeah, yeah. I. Uh, we need to look into that. We're gonna get to that. We just got to make a little more cash. Well, yeah, but camping's always a good start. Camping's just as good. Ladies and gentlemen, the good time and buds are going camping. We're officially and going camping. We're officially going camping in T minus three days. Thursday. We're Thursday. leaving. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. T minus two days. Two days. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Hope day. Tomorrow's the only day between us and camping. And camping. Oh shit, that means I gotta get my shit ready. Yeah, me too. I gotta shop for a father. Yeah, we gotta go to my mom's retirement party on Thursday before we leave town. Shit. Alright. So that is coming up. Uh for the good time of buds, and we're excited to uh, bring you bring you some stories back from that one. Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a trip. Yeah, if you catch my drift. Yeah, going to the canyon. And now for today's inspirational quote, brought to you by Cheryl Crow. That feeling of freedom, open highways, and possibilities has kind of been lost to materialism and marketing. 